Hastings College football is on the air, and this is Countdown to Kickoff. We begin each game day with the Tony Harper pregame show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field was to get you set for another day of Hastings College football today on 1230 KHS. Briar Cliff going to be in town to take on Hastings College. We'll spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper. And coach, good to see you again. Been kind of a, a wacky year here. I mean, we, we play a game, we take a week off, we play a game, we take another week off. I'm just glad we're playing the game today and it's good to see you. Yeah, and this is, we're coming off of our second bye week in the last three <laughs> weeks. It's like we haven't played a lot here in the month. Yeah, it, it's really it's really odd. And, and everybody's going through it. You know, I don't want to say that, hey, we're the only ones going through it. No, that's not the case. But it, it's tough to get into a routine, set the routine and all of, a t- all of a sudden you take that routine, you crumple it up, you throw it in the fire, and now you got to do something else. But uh, we've tried our best to stay as close to that as we can. Yeah, well, so what has happened uh, during the past couple of weeks as far as uh, practice-wise? Well, I'll tell you, you know, it's kind of like I told you after the game two weeks ago or whenever it was, we're going to stay on schedule. You know, we, we came in on Sunday, we watched the film, we did, uh, we did the stretch stuff, we came in, we watched film on Monday, we practiced Tuesday, we practiced Wednesday, we brought them back in on Thursday, got them in the weight room. We did give them Thursday afternoon off from practice, um, all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then we brought them back. That's one more day than what we usually do on a bye week, um, but we couldn't lose another day. So this week when we came back in on Sunday, uh, Monday through Friday of this past week, we practiced, which usually you give a day off, but the guys have had enough days off. It's got to get back to work. Hastings sitting at 1-3 and three on the season. We play a team today in Briarcliff that is 0-4, but I think this is a team that also has our attention, don't they? This is the best 0-4 team there is in the conference, and I know everybody's going to say, well, that's just coach speak. Well, we've seen enough film on them for the last two weeks to realize this defense is the real deal. They got explosive guys on the offensive side of the football. You know, we watched the Doan film. They played Doan the first game of the season for them. Doan had already had a game underneath their belt. And in my opinion, they got robbed in that game. You know, they should have won that game against Doan. They had an interception in the end zone that was overturned. But uh, this is a good football team. We just don't know what team we're going to see today. Yeah, this is a team that for some reason we've had trouble with as of late. I think we've dropped our last two games of the season. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that this weekend. And, uh, you know, we have the last two. They've gotten after us. We couldn't move the ball offensively. We get a couple stops on defense, and then boom, they get us with a big play. I watched last year's film a couple days ago. I watched film from two years ago, and it was the same. It's just on repeat, you know. And even before that, even before Coach Wagner got there, Briarcliff and Hastings, for some whatever reason, have been close. I remember going up there the year before we went to the national playoffs in 09, and, and they got us on a Hail Mary pass to end the game. So this is a back-and-forth series. I, I didn't want to bring that up. But it, it also popped in my mind, too, that we've had some real uh, tough games with these guys. Really have low-scoring games, too. If you look at it, you know, a few years ago, they got us here at home. Um, it was actually kind of like it is now. We were on fall break then. We're going to be on fall break now. The weather's going to be, you know, a great Midwestern winter or Midwestern day today. Um, but it's, it, it's you know, we got to come out and we got to play football at the end of the day. Coach, how do we overcome the two bye weeks? I, that's going to be tough for a football team. It's tough for a, a radio guy to overcome uh, <laughs> two bye weeks. How does a football team do that? You know, I t- we got to do, we, we as coaches have to do a great job of keeping in touch with these guys and keeping them busy and keeping them focused. I'm not a big believer on giving guys a bunch of days off and changing schedules and doing all these different things. I just don't believe in that. I like the routine. I like to get into a routine because once you give these these 18 to 22-year-old young men a little bit of freedom, 
you know, you, you kind of worry a little bit about that, especially in today's environment and current situation that we are all in. So we just got to stay on them and, and basically be their, their parents away from home and just say, hey, what would you do today? What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tomorrow? And just, just hound them and pound them and, and just continue to stay in contact. There's no doubt we're, we're concerned about Briarcliff today, but we're also concerned about our football team and just trying to get better. We open up the season with a good win over Dakota Wesleyan, have not won since. We're just trying to get better, aren't we? That, that, that's the perfect comment right there. Um, and all the times that we've talked, that's probably one of your best comments. You're, you're 100% right. Briarcliff is the opponent today. They are a very good football team. People on the outside will look at schedules. They will look at records. They will think this and assume that. It, it ain't about Briarcliff today. It's about us today, and that's what it's been about the last two weeks. We are not as far off as what people want to say, and they're going to say, well, that's just Coach Harp trying to be positive. You you know me extremely well. I'm not exactly the most positive guy there is, but we play extremely well against Dakota Weston. We play extremely well against Concordia. You know, a couple breaks here, there, whatever, they ended up winning the game. We did not start off extremely well at all against Doan. We fought, but Doan, Doan closed the door on us. Two weeks ago against Midland, our defense was playing well. We didn't perform well on the offensive side of the football. Are we seeing a trend of we're going backwards like we did last year? Or are we going to see what we did three years ago where, okay, let's right the ship and let's focus on what we got to do. We got to get more physical. We got to play a little bit more with our hairs on fire. We got to play a little bit more carefree. Stop waiting for the other shoe to drop. Stop waiting for the other school to score. Stop waiting for us to give up a turnover. Now, move on to the next play. Yeah, we, we've talked about it several times. It's just the little things, and that's where we have yeah. been the, the past couple of years. We're just kind of sitting on the doorstep and ready to take that next step. And I'll tell you, you know, we said this last We were extremely young last year, and, and that's a crutch in my opinion. We had two crutches last year. We were extremely young. This year, we are older than what we were last year. We still are an extremely young football team. When you look at the number of seniors that we have against everybody else, but again, that's a crutch. This is game whatever, five. Let's stop using that. And let's stop relying on those type of excuses, and let's go out and play football. And I'll be honest with you, the last two weeks, the last two weeks of practices have been two of the best weeks of practices we've had. Here's the thing if you look at it, though, and I said this a couple weeks ago, I think, against Midland. How are we going to perform today? Are we going to be able to do what we did Monday through Friday of this past week and Tuesday through Thursday of last week? Are we going to do that on Saturday, or are we going to step back and let them throw the first punch? All right, the last outing was a couple of weeks ago. It seems like a couple of months ago, but we were up in Fremont. Did not have a, a good outing against the Midland loss to the Warriors. 43 to nothing. Turned the ball over a couple of times. Got behind early and really never recovered. Did we? Tur- turned the ball over. Um, couldn't establish the run game. Um, you know, our O-line didn't get a move up front. Um, we, we, we didn't catch the, – the biggest thing, if you watch the film, and we watch the film as a whole staff, which is something we usually don't do on Sundays. We watched the entire film um, on both sides of the football together as a staff. There was way too many drop balls. You know, it's not like Jesse had a terrible day. You know, there's a couple missed throws and some different things, but that's what's going to happen. But we dropped way too many balls, and we couldn't convert on third down. We weren't. We were always playing behind the sticks. You look at defensively, you know, going into that game, we knew they were going to run the football. I thought our guys, after the first play, the second play of the game, when they busted that big run because we missed a one-on-one tackle, I thought we did pretty consistent against the run. I think we got six or seven sacks. You, you brought that up. So our, our, our pass rush was there. But going into the halftime, we busted – a coverage twice back-to-back plays and that allowed them to get that momentum going forward um and, and uh you know our free safety didn't get off the roof our, our past coverage has struggled a little bit the past couple of games we gotta fix that 
anytime you punt 10 times in a game, too, Coach, uh, it's obvious your offense is not very efficient. i tell you what, third down, third down, you know, and, and you can do some different things. If you punt the football that much, and as long as the other team is punting, and I have no idea what they did, but when you're punting the football from your own 45 or the 50-yard line, that is different than punting the football when you're backed up on your own 20, your own 25. And that was the kicker is we gave them that short field at, at, at the most inopportune times. So he sings at 1-3, getting ready to right the ship, so to speak, here this afternoon against the Chargers of Briarcliff. We'll come back and get more with the coach as the Tony Harper pregame show continues after this. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation. And that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Back with Eastings College head football coach Tony Harper. The Broncos getting set to take on the Chargers at Briarcliff. Coach, uh, before the break, we, we talked about uh, the offensive struggles, and we're going we're gonna to change some things around a little bit today to try to provide us a little spark to, uh, offensively. We'll see a new quarterback getting to start today. We will. And, and, Johnny, you know, coming into the season, we talked about this. I think we've had this conversation for the last three years in a row. Who's going to be your starting quarterback and everything like that? We came in right out of the gate. We announced Jesse, but we also made the, the understanding that Johnny is going to be right there. We feel Johnny is a, is a capable starting quarterback as well. And, uh, you know, Jesse came out the game. The first couple games of the season had two really, really good games, and uh, we've struggled a little bit on the offensive side of the football. Not all of that is on Jesse's shoulders. I want to be perfectly clear with that. None of the losses will ever be blamed on one single one single player. It's a team effort every single day, regardless of what happens. But we think this will provide us a little bit of a spark. Um, Johnny can do some things through the air. Um, that doesn't mean that we won't see Jesse, but we do not have any any grand scheme of throwing the guy in or doing some different things like that. But that's not the only change we made on the offensive side of the football. We've moved a couple receivers around. We're going to do some different things with those guys um, just to create that spark. And it, it also sends a message. If you're in a rut, well, you got to do something to get out to rut. You can't just stay in it or, or, or the ship is going to sink like you're saying. So we feel like this is, is going to uh, pick up the tempo. And I'll tell you what, credit to Johnny, credit to Jesse, credit to these receivers that we're moving around. Those guys have embraced it, and, and it's good to see them coaching each other up. Now, we, we saw Zamora against the uh, Midland University Warriors a couple of weeks ago. He played quite a bit, 18-35 throwing, had 159 yards, no touchdowns with a pick. He's definitely a different style of quarterback we're going to see from Jesse. <laughs> oh, he's definitely a different style. Um, he, he a little bit more of that Brett Favre, Riverboat Gambler type of guy. Um, but he's got a really good grasp on the offense. Um, he, he's got a quick release. He gets rid of the ball extremely quickly. The thing that you that you don't get with Johnny that you do get with Jesse, though, is that that 
quarterback run type of game. Can he run? Yeah, he can get two to three yards where Jesse's going to get five, 10, 15 yards and different things like that. But it's two different skill sets, and we got to make sure we're, we're putting him in position that, that fits his skill set. So Johnny Moore, of a, a passer that we have seen the past couple of years, and he'll, he'll take the ball and take it downfield. He'll try to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We watched film again uh, Thursday and Friday, and, and Wednesday is kind of our big heavy work day. We're full pads. The offense goes against the defense a lot. He's rolling to his left. He's throwing back to the opposite hash with his right hand, and I'm, and I'm looking over at Coach Grindy when we're watching film. I'm like, is this what we're going to hit? He goes, Coach, it was complete. I can't, can't really argue with Coach when he says it was complete. So it's definitely different. All right, now the big question is what do we do with Jesse, a uh, talented uh, individual sitting on the sideline? Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's part of the situation that we are in. You you know, you go out and you recruit guys and, and you want guys to compete. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, it's not like we're, we're sending Jesse down the, down the river or anything like that. Jesse is still there. Again, I'm not going to say we'll get him in. I'm not going to say we won't get him in. But uh, Jesse has to be ready for his number to be called at any point in time. We still are excited to have him. We love the heck out of the young man. He is the most competitive individual that we got on this team. But what we will not do is we will not mess with Jesse's head and try and move him to a different position. And because then you just take the course of, well, these guys are just giving up. We're going to do this, this, and this. We're not giving up. We still trust the guy, but we just we just felt like this would be the best for the team right now. Yeah, last year, remember, we he started off as a running back. We moved him to quarterback, and we kind of switched him uh, between running back and quarterback for most of the season. So we're not going to use him maybe as an additional running back? Not at this time. All right. So uh, keep that in mind. we got a quarterback change here today. Johnny Z in for uh, Jesse Ulrich. Like I said, we've got some other changes, too, offensively, trying to provide a little spark. Got some new guys out the uh, wide receiver position. You see uh, Lane out there. He's on the uh, two deep this week. And, and we're missing a couple of guys on the two deep. There, you're still going to get those guys to play. Um, you know, we're, we're expecting that. But when, when a guy has a good practice, we're going to reward that guy with an opportunity the next day. And I think that's, you know, again, maybe this is, is just a different generation, different time frame, different raised different ways. I don't know. But if we're not getting the job done, then we need to make some changes. And But what we have to do as coaches, and I think the offensive staff has done an extremely good job of this, is they're setting down the guys and they're explaining to them why. You can't just roll the ball out there and make changes without letting these young men know why. And what it's done, Quixote has probably had his best week of practice this week, to be honest with you. He's he's chirping in a good way. He's coaching up Lane. He's coaching up Q. Sam Marsh is another guy that's had some good stuff. we got another young kid that that uh, you're going to see today that uh, has had a good good week of practice. So, you know, it's just to keep light a fire underneath the guys. But, again, at the end of the day, you got to do your job. you got to do your job the best of your ability, and that's kind of what we've been pushing those guys. The defense is not immune from changes either, Coach. You give up 43 points, obviously we, we got problems over there too. Yeah, you do. And, uh, you know, it was is people are going to look at we gave up 43 points and, and why are you going to say the next comment that's going? I'm going to say? The defense is playing better this year than what they did the last two years. There's no question about it. People are going to look at stats and numbers and all this other stuff, don't care about that, um, which I know you do. But – at the end of the day, you got to do your job. You know, we put in a new scheme. We put in the 40 front. We put in some quarters coverage on the back end. Those are things that, that we have never, ever ran here that we are learning trial by fire. But, again, when you know the offense is going to give you the smash concept with the hitch on the number one and the corner on the number two, well, you got to lean that way. And uh, we had to make some changes because we weren't playing the pass extremely well. And we got a couple of knick-knack injuries over there. But you're going to see some different linemen up playing as well. 
Coach V does a great job with those guys. You're going to see R.J. Mac Myers, who's had a good two weeks of practice. You're going to see Jared Preston, um, a guy that's had two very, very good weeks of practice. And at the end of the day, you got to get your fits. you got to do your job. If not, we're going to bring the next guy up. Uh, you got some guys in the, the lineup that we're going to see today, but guys that have got uh, some playing time here that should not totally new guys that we're going to see today. And when you move, and that's a great thing, you know, that's a good point because, you know, you move Keontae down, you bring R.J. up. Keontae's a senior, but R.J.'s a sophomore. R.J. played last year. R.J.'s played a lot of games this year. R.J. had two sacks two weeks ago against Midland. We got the utmost confidence in RJ, and it also sends a message to everybody else. We got to strive. You don't have to get it, but you got to strive for perfection and doing your job. And if not, there's somebody waiting in the wings that's going to do it. Competition breeds success, doesn't it? Love it. And, and I tell you what, it's been the most spirited two weeks of practice I've seen in a long time. So Hastings getting ready to take on the uh, Chargers of Briar Cliff. We'll come back and talk about BC as our pregame show continues after this. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community, and it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it, and we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with Hastings College head coach Tony Harper. Hastings getting ready to play Briarcliff here this afternoon. All right, this is a team that is 0-4 in the season, and people are going to say, well, they're not very good. Now, you, you give us a different story here. I, I will definitely tell you a different story. If you watch them, like we've watched two weeks of their film, just like they've watched two weeks of our film because they had a bye week last, last week as well, they are as physical and as aggressive as you are going to see on the defensive side of the football. They got some athletes, some creatures running around over there. I mean, they got a defensive end. And we watched this against the Midland film. They got a defensive. He plays defensive end. He's their number one DN. They put him at linebacker, and he ran a Tampa 2 coverage right down the middle of the field. That doesn't happen. They have corners that can play press man big time. So we got to be able to establish the line of scrimmage. We got to get off the press. We got to cover it. And then offensively, they are big up front, just like everybody is. But their running backs is what makes this thing go. They are downhill. They are physical. You will not tackle these guys with just one guy. This is a young football team. I was, I was kind of surprised to see on their two deep. They got twenty three freshmen listed uh, on their two deep. That normally doesn't happen. I, I was really surprised as well when we got that two deep because that's traditionally not what they got. You know, two year ago they brought in ten new guys, but they are all juniors and seniors after not being there the year before. Um, I think Coach does a great job up there getting the guys in to fit his system, and he's made a, a, a concerted effort to go in and build the foundation. There's no doubt they're having problems uh, moving the football, or at least putting the ball into the end zone. They've got just uh, what two touchdowns so far this year, one rushing and one uh, throwing. So they they moved the ball, I think, uh, out 
between the 30s, just uh, in the red zone, so to speak, they have a tough time sticking the ball in the end zone. You better not have put a curse on me on that comment right there, I tell you what. But now, it, it, you watch them again. I watched them with Concordia, and, and Concordia game was a good game. I think it was like 24 to 10, 24 to 8, something like that. The Midland game kind of got away from them a little bit. But they had the ball in the red zone, and whether it was a, a, a forced error, like an interception or a fumble, or they just kind of shot themselves in the foot, they are – going from the 30 to the 30 extremely well. And when they get in that red zone, you know, what we got to be able to do is we got to be able to freaking tackle. We got to be able to stop that run game um, because that's what they're going to go to. Yeah, turnovers have been their problem. They've thrown uh, like 12 interceptions so far this year and and fumbled once. So they've got a bunch of turnovers. Do we pressure this quarterback, uh, John Ball is his name? Do we try to get to him a little bit today? I think we might do some things that we haven't done a lot of since the first couple games, bringing some different pressures and some different things. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, if you're going to bring that pressure, you better be able to cover their guys. And they got some athletes back there running. They got a tall, long, wide receiver on a single side, and they got a couple quick little uh, guys on the, on, the, on the passing string side. So if you're going to bring pressure, you better hit home because if you give them time, they're going to complete it. It's kind of like, you know, for us on the offensive side of the football, we're talking about Jesse turning the ball over or Johnny turning the ball over and not being able to run the football. At the end of the day, that starts up front as well. So it's not just one position. All three levels need to be playing at the top of their at the top of their scheme. And John Ball is the quarterback for uh, Briar Cliff. What do you see out of him? He is big. That is one of the biggest quarterbacks that I have seen uh, in this conference in a long time. He's got a very strong arm. He can go opposite hash against the wind. You know, they will run him a little bit. Um, I don't know if it's it's kind of like the Midland situation where they're going to run him just a little bit, but they want to get the ball in the running back's hands. They're going to move the pocket a little bit with him. Uh, but, again, he's going to make quick throws. They do a very good job with their three-step, their short to intermediate pass game. They fall behind, so their statistics might be a little bit skewed. Do, do they want to run the football? I think they do. Um, I think they really do. You know, And if you look at last year, because uh, we just watched that film two days ago, we were doing, we were bringing pressure. We were doing some good things with them. Then they hit us with a screen. So if they, if this game is staying close with within seven points and different things like that, either way, I think you're going to see them establish the run. I think you're going to see play action pass, and then they're going to hit us on the screen game. How, how do we come out of here with a win today? We'll just put her up on the chalkboard, coach. How do we, how do we win this thing today? You're not going to like this answer one bit. It's going to come down to attitude, effort, and who wants it the best. I mean, that's the simple fact of the matter. You know, you look at the two games that we competed in, Dakota Wesleyan and Concordia, we came out, hairs on fire, punching them in the mouth, throwing the first punch. They countered, we countered back. Don't, we did not throw the first punch. They did, and it took us a whole half to, to get up off the mat. Midland threw the first punch, and they kept throwing the haymakers throughout the game, and we did not respond. Whoever comes out, throws the first punch, then withstands the counter punch and gets themselves up off the mat, that's going to that's gonna determine who's going to win this game. And the next thing is going to determine who's going to win this game, who can keep their composure, and who can limit themselves with the penalties? We, we just got to ha- have some good things happen to us, don't we? The last couple of weeks have, have not been very good, and we, we have fallen behind. We just got to have some good things happen to us, and I think uh, that's going to breed some things for us. We got to have some fun. I mean, let's, let's be honest now. We're playing a game on a Saturday. Day's beautiful. Very few schools in the country get to do this today. We need to go out there. We need to have fun and let everything just flow. We got to go out there, let it flow, and have fun and not worry about what the scoreboard says, what happened on the last play. We got to move forward and just go out there and and play a game that is a, a violent physical game, but with a bunch of enthusiasm. 
like you've never seen before. Okay, buddy. We'll see you afterwards. Thank you. Hastings head coach Tony Harper at Hastings College in Briarcliff and is coming up next on 1230 KHAS. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. It's time for Bronco Football on KHAS Radio. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for healthcare. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. By Rutz Heating and Air, your York Midwest dealer in Hastings and Kearney. And by Hastings College and the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. Welcome to the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field, as they get you set for Hastings College football today on 1230 KHAS. The Broncos coming off of a bye week as they get ready to take on the Chargers out of Briarcliff University, the team out of Sioux City, Iowa, coming in here to be Hastings College in the uh, fifth game of the 2020 season. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside Hastings is coming in, a record of one win and three losses on the season. The Broncos opening up a win over Dakota Wesleyan, 45-7. But since then, we haven't won. The Broncos have dropped three games in a row, losing to Concordia, 34-28, losing to Doan by the score of 52-37. And then uh, our last game, a loss in Fremont to Midland University, losing by the score of 43 to nothing. Briar Cliff coming in. They are 0-4 on the season. In fact, the Chargers have scored only two offensive touchdowns all season long. One rushing touchdown and one passing touchdown. Briar Cliff has lost a tough one to Doan, 13-6. They lost at home to Concordia, 24-9. They lost at home to Midland, 56-3. And they lost to Morningside uh, up in Sioux City by the score of 68 to three. So it's Hastings sitting at one and three on the season. The Chargers at 0 and 4. They score off here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Going to be another chilly day today in Hastings. Temperature is going to be sitting at 30 degrees. The winds are going to be out of the southeast at about 11 miles per hour. We've got a mostly cloudy sky. The feels like uh, conditions are sitting at 21 degrees here this afternoon as we get set to go with Hastings. 
in Briarcliff. Uh, Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside, and Jimmy, we we were up in Fremont a couple of weeks ago. Hastings fell behind early, really never recovered in the ball game. Lost forty-three to nothing. Hastings right now just needing a win after dropping three straight games. I think it would be safe to say we've got two football teams here at Lloyd Wilson Field that are starving, starving for a victory and something good to happen. You look at Briar Cliff on uh, on their side of things, 0-4. They've lost to Doan, Concordia, Midland, and Morningside, and uh, Hastings College. A lot of comparisons there. Hastings has lost to Concordia, Doan, Midland, and they have beat uh, Dakota Wesleyan as the captains come walking out on the field. But again, uh, we've... Uh, We've watched Hastings come in. They played a tremendous ball game that first game of the season. And then since then, they have had trouble tackling, covering, blocking, running, throwing. Is that all of them? All phases? The only one really hasn't had a problem this year has been that Jason Bockel. He was not even going to be their starting punter this year. He was just going to be the uh, have the kicking chores. But he has such a done uh, such a fantastic job. For Tony Harper, he has uh, maintained that spot, averaging 36 yards a kick. He's only attempted three field goals, made two. 45 has been his longest one. So Bockel's really kind of been the one bright spot. But again, uh, sh- shuffling things up, juggling things, you want to say, with uh, Tony Harper, we usually see this time of year where we start seeing a, a few changes. You'll hear a lot of them here in the starting lineup. Going to be interesting to see how that plays out here today. But uh, definitely, this is a game... Uh, that, that you would say that uh, the Broncos need to win. They should win. If they don't win, then you can uh, put, start punching the panic button. But uh, I look for a, a good performance here. They've had a week off, a chance to heal some of the bumps and bruises and get this squad back and uh, in the winning column with a, with a new look. With a new look, we'll get into that through the uh, through the course of the game for this uh, this home game here. On a cold Saturday, not a lot of people in the uh, stands. 18 people I counted across the way for Briarcliff. Not a lot here in fall break and campus, so not a lot of students in the uh, the crowd as well. All right, so it's uh, Hastings and uh, Briarcliff here this afternoon. You, you mentioned, and we talked about it during the pregame show with Tony, we got to change at quarterback today. Johnny Zamora is going to be the starter for Hastings. Zamora, the sophomore out of San Antonio, Texas, will take over the reins from uh, Jesse Ulrich, the uh, sophomore out of Ord. Now, we saw uh, Johnny Z last week in the ball game against the Midland. Two weeks ago against Midland, he was 18 out of 35 throwing the ball, 159 yards, no touchdowns, and uh, one pick. So a different style of quarterback in there today for uh, Hastings College. As Tony kind of describes him, he's the the riverboat gambler, so to speak, a Brent Favre type of quarterback. So Johnny Z expected to to wing the ball around here a little bit today. Well, I've added an extra column to my passing charts just when I found out uh, last night when you told me that Johnny Z was going to be in there. He does like to sling it around. Probably not the physical type runner that Jesse Ulrich is, but uh, Johnny Z's not afraid to try to uh, drop a dime over top right in the bucket we'll see if he can do that here today this will be a a team that you can probably do that against on the defensive side of things they're giving up 240 yards through the air 413 total offense so if you want to get a team better this is probably a squad that you want to play and briar cliff will uh, get the opening kick here as Baca will be set to tee things up we talked about the new look broncos not only with personnel changes we understand that briar cliff they're all white uniforms were trashed in the Jamestown game. That had to be a year ago, but they've got a contract with Nike. They are not able to get new uniforms, so they are wearing their home blue and white pants. The Broncos are in their uh, white tops and, uh, what, gray bottoms with their uh, white football helmets. So uh, kind of a new look here at home for Hastings College. 
So Hastings uh, will kick off to begin the ball game. Here's the end over end kick, and the ball game is underway. It's going to come down there to uh, Bowman, Jalen Bowman, as he brings it up the uh, numbers 20 25 to the 26 yard line. That's where uh, Briar Cliff will start here this afternoon from their own 26-yard line. So I'll get you some of the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Big, heavy, tall quarterback in there for uh, Briar Cliff. John Bell is his name. He is six foot five, 235 pounds, a senior out of San Jose, California. Briar Cliff is a team that's going to want to run the football here today. They're going to run a lot of this zone read type of stuff. They hand the ball away right off of the bat as they slip outside the numbers. Running the football there is going to be uh, Deborah and Kay Alhada. We're just going to call him DK. We kind of got to... We kind of got the, the nicknames of the teams uh, call these guys. Uh, we've got one guy we're just going to call Bubba because that's what they call him, and this is uh, DK carrying the ball. Well, and on the first play of the game, we had uh, Cade Mitchell in there, uh, number 10, the uh, backup quarterback, and he will uh, he yeah. will stay in there on this, this possession. Yeah, here's a, a handoff, the big old guy busting through there across the uh, 35 to the 36-yard line. That's uh, DK carrying the ball to the 36, so... Caden Mitchell, a freshman out of Oxford, Connecticut, gets the uh, surprise start here for the uh, Chargers of Briar Cliff. So they, they throw a curveball on us right yeah. off the bat as well. I tell you what, you look at their roster, and they are laced with guys from all around the country. Uh, Connecticut, how do you get somebody from Connecticut to Sioux City, Iowa? Is beyond me, but he's in there. That was a gain of 10 by Bubba. All right, here comes uh, another running play across the 40-yard line to the uh, 42. That's going to be DK carrying the ball again. DK carrying it to the 43-yard line, so he'll pick him up six yards on the play. Briar Cliff is 10th in the conference in scoring offense, averaging 5.3 points per ball game. They are 9th in total offense, averaging 227 yards per game. They only average 82 points, uh, 82 yards per ball game on the ground. At 144 yards through the air. Byron Cliff 0-4 in the season, but Tony calls them the best 0-4 team in the country. It is second down here. Second down, five yards to go. Ball is at the Briar Cliff 42-yard line. Chargers working from our left to our right here in the first quarter of play. Trying to get outside again. That's uh, Deborah and Kay Alheda. They call him DK. We're going to call him DK. 210-pound freshman out of uh, Hawaii. He carries the ball to the 44-yard line, and now Briar Cliff is looking at third down. Well, right now, uh, you would not know that they average 82 yards per game on the ground, already 20 yards. DK with all four carries and 20 yards. He's got the football, the nose of it, just about the 45-yard line. Hastings College having a tough time up front with this offensive line. Briar Cliff. About every year we have done it, they have got some big, big dudes up on the offensive front and the D front. We'll see some of those guys as we flip the other side and get on defensive side. But uh, Briar Cliff, the Chargers looking at a third down and a long three. Man comes in motion. Mitchell reverses out of there, throws the ball. It's going to be caught here at the 50-yard line inside Bronco territory down to the 46-yard line. Grabbing the ball there was the uh, tight end, uh, Gregor Clark. Clark, a six foot one inch 225-pound junior out of Frederick, Missouri. That is enough for a uh, first down, but we've got a injured uh, charger back here at the 40-yard line. So they pick up the first first down of the ball game down here at the 46-yard line of uh, Hastings College. And it looks the, like the uh, starting left guard, Cage 
Heisinger is the guy that is down, a six foot one, 300-pound freshman out of Hayter, Nebraska. But we're going to have a first down here for the Chargers at the Hastings 46-yard line as they tend to the injured player on the far side. Bringing up the date on the other games going on in the conference this week, Jamestown is playing at Midland. Dakota Wesleyan is at Morningside. Dort is at Concordia. Northwestern in Crete against the Doan University Tigers and Briar Cliff here against uh, Hastings College. Morningside, what a surprise. Morningside is on top of the conference standings as uh, the ball game gets underway this afternoon. They're sitting at 4-0. Then you've got Concordia and Dort at 4-1 in the conference. Northwestern is at 3-1. Midland is at 3-2. Doan is at 2-3. And, and you've got Hastings sitting in there at 1-3. Dakota Wesleyan at 1-4. Jamestown 0-3. And, and Briarcliff is sitting at 0-4 as uh, action gets underway this afternoon in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They're going to help the uh, player off to the sidelines here for Dort, bringing up the day of the Nebraska football game. The Huskers are trailing Ohio State at halftime, 24-14. Buckeyes have got the uh, the lead over Nebraska. We'll get, you, we'll get you updated on that. It's now 31-14, Ohio State, in the third quarter. Watched a little bit of that game uh, early before I came over here, and, Nebraska definitely looks a, a little different, but, boy, Ohio State is a is a powerful squad. They're about like that other team in Sioux City, Iowa, Morningside. Sioux City houses the number one team in the conference and the last team in the conference here in Briarcliff. So, first down call here for the Chargers. Here's a, a handoff here. Getting the uh, carry is going to be Emmanuel Mitchell. Mitchell is uh, finding – look at him go. And he gets it across the uh, 30 or 45-yard line down to about the 43. Brock is at a tough time bringing him down. So Emmanuel Mitchell, a a six-foot, 205-pound freshman out of Millery, Alabama, carrying the ball there. Now we got another injury here. That's the running back. Yeah, that's uh, Mitchell just carried the ball. Now he is down on the turf here at the uh, 45-yard line. So back-to-back plays, uh, Brian Cliff has uh, sustained injury. They are already a young football team, but we got their two deep uh, over the weekend. Uh, I checked it out, and I was surprised to see 23 freshmen on their two deep. So it's a team that really cannot survive uh, injuries in this football game today, Jim. Well, and you look at their far sidelines, uh, not as many players on the uh, visiting side of things that you would normally see. So definitely they have sustained a lot of injuries. And, uh, boy, look at the guys warming up on the, the other side there with the uh, the Chargers. But, uh, yeah, they was able to get uh, Heisinger up and get him off the field, apparent left leg injury. And now we'll see what they've got here with the, uh, the running back that uh, just uh, picked up uh, about a yard gain. They're going to help him up. Off the uh, off the turf here. That's uh, Mitchell, and he's going to hobble off as well. And now here comes some uh, teammates over to try to help him out here to get him to the sideline. So uh, Emmanuel Mitchell is going to head to the uh, sidelines as well. So back-to-back plays here, and Byron Cliff has sustained two injuries. Second down, nine yards to go. The opening possession of the ball game here for the Chargers. They've got the ball at the Hastings College 45-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. In fact, a trio of wide receivers out to the right side. Empty backfield here for the Chargers. Here is a Mitchell with a ball. He's under siege. He's hitting. Down he goes. Quarterback sack. Chance Bullen getting in there for Hastings to bring him down. Chance Bullen gets the sack. His second sack of the 2020 season. A big loss all the way back to the 49-yard line. And also in there for uh, Hastings College was Jared Preston putting uh, a lot of pressure right away. And then it was uh, Bullen getting in there. 
for a big sack. That's going to bring him all the way back past midfield. So with that loss, that'll be a six-yard quarterback sack for the Bronco D. For the Broncos, that is their 12th sack of the season to one interception. You look at Briar Cliff defensively, 12 sacks and two picks on their defensive front. So a third and long, you got it behind the sticks. Bring the heat. All right, third down is 16 yards to go. Here comes the heat. Mitchell steps up. He gets away from the pressure. He is hit, and down he goes. He brings it across the 50. It's not going to be a sack because he actually got a couple of yards on the play, but only a two yards at best. It's going to bring up a fourth down situation. Fourth down here. That's R.J. Mac Myers, the sophomore out of Harlem, Iowa, picking up the tackle there for Hastings College. And it's going to bring up a fourth down situation. So the Bronco defense does their job. They get us off of the field here. Now Briar Cliff will have to punt the football away. Their punter is going to be Robert Robinson, or at least that's the uh, the guy that they, they gave us as the uh, starting punter. That's not going to be the case, though. Number 18 is, is not on the field here. So they've kind of thrown a uh, curveball all their positions so far. And here's the uh, kick. is going to bounce to the 20-yard line across the 15 down to about the 10 to the 11-yard line. That was uh, Robert Robinson in there. Robert Robinson, the uh, punter there for uh, Briar Cliff as he knocks that one down along the ground down to about the uh, 12-yard line. And Hastings College will start over now from their own uh, 12-yard line. Again, the new quarterback in there for Hastings. Not really a new quarterback, just a, a different face to start things off. Johnny Zamora. Five foot eight hundred and ninety-two pound sophomore out of San Antonio, Texas. He has run the ball for ninety yards. He has thrown for two hundred thirty-eight in uh, some spot rolls for Hastings College so far this year. There's a handoff there, and uh, carrying the ball is going to be Tyree Naismith as he brings the ball close to the thirteen-yard line. So a pickup of two yards and a play. For the senior running back out of Baltimore, Tyree now with 278 yards on the ground coming into this football game here today. Second down, eight yards to go. The ball is out here to the 13-yard line. He seems working from our right to our left. There's a handoff again to Tyree. He gets it back to the line of scrimmage. Tony talked about their defense, Jimmy. Despite uh, the numbers that they have given up, he says they've got some They've got some cats that can flat fly to the football on this side. We've had two running plays, and now uh, no yards gained, third down and 10. No, and in fear of giving the ball back to Briar Cliff with pretty good field position. Again, two plays between the tackles. They've stuffed Tyree. Johnny Z going to throw here. All right, Zamora wants to throw. He comes on the near side. He's still got the ball. Johnny Z brings it across the 10 out to the 14-yard line. A pickup of about two yards in the play. Three plays and out. The Broncos off to punt the football away. Well, and again, you talked about the Briarcliff defense. Yeah, giving up 413 yards. But, again, I said earlier in the broadcast, they always have some big guys up on that defensive front, and they make it tough for our O-line to just move them around. You're not going to shove around a – a building block, and that's about what uh, they've got. They've got some big guys in there again, and they do a great job shutting down the run for Hastings College. We'll give Johnny Z a pickup of three, and now Bockel into the game. He'll stand a yard deep at his own end zone. Great field position coming for the Chargers. All right, Bockel averages 38.8 yards per kick, kind of bobbles the snap, and now gets the kick away, bounces into 43, picked up at the 50, across the 45. Back to the uh, 42-yard line. Returning the ball there for the Chargers was Jalen Bowman. And you're right, Briar Cliff has got good field position. They got a couple of first downs on their first possession here before they had to give it up. Now they're going to start this drive in Hastings College territory. First down and 10 
And the ball is marked down here at the uh, 41-yard line. Tell the chain gang, no, we're going the other way. Well, everything's a little bit slow, pretty chilly out there. Coldest day we've played on in uh, football. But thank goodness we're in a press box. Isn't that ironic that the press would be in a press box? We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, nice warm conditions up here. 36 on the buckle punt, 7 on the return. First and 10 here at the 41. Mitchell stays in there at quarterback. There's a handoff. He gets it back to the line of scrimmage. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage. Again, we, we've seen a plethora of different running backs in there. This is Dawson Porcella in there, a sophomore out of Great Bull, Wyoming. He was the guy who was scheduled to start today. He did not. 48 yards and about 11 carries for Porcella. He gets it to the line of scrimmage, and maybe they give him a yard to the 41-yard line. Second down, nine yards to go. Briarcliff north to south here in this first quarter of play, left to right. Here's a pitcher. Here's the snap back to Mitchell. And a running play straight up the gut, and that's going to be blown up. Blown up there. The tackle was made by Paxton Terry. Boy, he meets the running back right there, Jimmy, and knocks him down for a loss of three yards in a play. Terry having a great year so far. That is his 26th tackle of the season, and now he's got four and a half tackles for loss. Tell you what, the McCook Bison come with a whole head of steam there. you just seen the replay. What a great stick and what a great form tackle. Terry on the uh, loss, uh, they're going to actually give him a, a little better spot there than what uh, Terry had him down around the 45-yard line. It'll be the 43, but again, you got him behind the chains here. Bring some heat on him. Third down and long for the Chargers. Stanton Lee is in the backfield. They're going to air it out. Mitchell airs it out down the right sideline. The ball is caught at the 15-10-5 touchdown. Gregor, uh, Gregor Clark got behind the uh, defensive back for Hastings, and a touchdown pass is thrown. That's only the second touchdown of the season through the air for the Briarcliff Chargers, and Briarcliff strikes here with 6.19 to play. Well, number 43 catches a 43-yard touchdown pass, and again, just threw that kind of up for grabs. Not very good defense by Hastings College back there, and Rager catches a 43-yarder to put the Chargers on top. 6-0 PAT coming here from Jonathan Brainer. All right, 6 to nothing is the score. Now we've got a uh, whistle here. And uh, what do we got? We've got timeout, Brian Cliff. Their first charge timeout of the half. Why they would call a timeout for a point <laughs> after, I, I do not know. But we'll take a break right along with them here. 6-19 to play. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd. And Hastings, 6-19 to play first quarter. Briar Cliff, 6. Hastings, nothing. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Hastings at the Osborne Sports Complex. Six to nothing to score. Briar Clough calling the timeout on the PAT. They're ready to go here following their uh, 43-yard touchdown pass to Clark. 
Here comes the uh, PAT. It is up there, and the PAT goes uh, through the uprights. It is good. So Briar Clef, surprisingly enough, grabs the uh, early lead here in this ballgame. 6-19 to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Briar Clef, 7. Hastings, nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Hastings College uh, trailing in the ball game by a score of 7 to nothing. A three-play, 41-yard drive, but that was a, a 43-yard touchdown pass thrown. A simple case, Jimmy, when I think well, we got a defensive back peeking into the backfield. Something that will drive Coach Harper absolutely berserk. He talks about it each and every week. And when you peek in the backfield, nothing good happens. 7 nothing, Briarcliff. Hastings College fielding it at the 16. Caden Markham will bring the ball back here for the uh, Broncos across the 30 out to about the 32-yard line. That's where he sings will start their first series, three plays and out, and a series that netted zero yards. So Johnny Z, the uh, sophomore out of San Antonio, Texas, now comes back out on the field. His team is trailing the uh, cellar dwellers in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, the Chargers of Briarcliff, 7 to nothing. Yeah, and the first series, not very pretty, Two. Neesmith carries for no yards, and Johnny Z picked up three on a quarterback scramble. Nobody opened downfield, so we'll see what adjustments they have made here. First and 10 at the 32, 6-11 left to go in the first quarter. All right, Johnny Z has got the ball. He comes out to the left side. He tosses the ball. It's going to be caught here. They get it to the 35 to the 36-yard line. It's Griffin Roberts on the reception there. Roberts is a converted quarterback. Again, lined up as an H-back now. He's at 223 pounds, six foot two. He makes his first reception of the season. That baby nets three yards. Second down and seven yards to go. Ball is at the Hastings College 35. Johnny Z to Naismith. Naismith outside the hash marks across the 35 to the 40 to the 43-yard line where he's going to be brought down there by the Chargers. That's going to be very close to a first down. We'll see where they spot the football down there. That's going to be enough for a first down. First first down of the afternoon for Hastings College. One thing I was surprised at when I opened up the stat sheet and started looking through numbers was the year that Neesmith has had, only 278 coming in this game. It seems like he's had a lot more. He's had uh, nine touchdowns, but uh, he's had a pretty good year. Picks up eight there. Here's a Johnny Z getting away from pressure, 45-50, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 50-yard uh, line. Yeah, he don't care. He just puts his shoulder down. He he runs that baby like a running back. Yeah, that was the uh, the uh, outside linebacker over there coming up uh, on Johnny Z, and I think he thought Johnny was just going to take it out of bounds. They we're going to see a, a replay of it off the right side. He lowers his shoulder and just buries him into Dennis Wagner on the Charger sideline. Here's a Naismith. He's going to be stacked up right at the uh, line of scrimmage. That's what you get when you get to Johnny Z out there. He, he gonna, don't care. He's going to fling the ball around <laughs> a little bit, and he's going to put his shoulder down. He'll play like a he'll play like a big old bruising running back, a fullback instead of a quarterback. Yeah, he's quite a 
he's quite an individual. Like I said, I, I kind of like him. He just, he rolls out of the pocket. You never know what you're going to get. Kind of a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers type uh, quarterback. You're not sure what you're going to see out of him. Third down, four yards to go. Here's Johnny Z, stands in the pocket. He throws it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Incomplete. I thought Mr. Referee was yeah, in the way there. The umpire right in the road there, and that's what uh, the intended receiver, I can't get a number right away, but uh, Sam Marsh. Sam Marsh. Okay, yeah, 86 there. He was running right across the field, and you'll see it right here. Johnny Z finds him in the middle of the field, the umpire in the road, and Marsh looks at him, and he goes, dude, you're right in my road. Incomplete pass, so Hastings squanders that drive. It's Bockel in for the second punt of the afternoon. For Hastings. Dropping back deep is going to be uh, Jalen Bullman again. He stands back here at about the 16-yard line for the Chargers. 7 to nothing. Briarcliff has got the lead. High kick. Bowman's going to let that baby bounce at the 10. It bounces down along the ground, and it's going to roll dead down around the 5 or 6-yard line. And the Broncos finally get down there to uh, down the football. So Hastings College football here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS online, also, glad to be aboard the Hastings College streaming services if you're watching the game online. So, virtually anywhere around the world, we're uh, uh, broadcasting from uh, Hastings here today at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings trailing Briar Cliff by a score of 7 to nothing. Yeah, on board the mothership here. Good to see replays. I like this uh, monitor in the booth, but uh, good to be along for the broadcast. That was a 50-yard kick by Bockel. Again, he has had a tremendous season, and he pins Briar Cliff back at their own five-yard line with 4.06 left to go here. It's time for the Bronco D to flex their muscles. Here's a Caden Mitchell back out there, and there's a uh, running play there as they try to get outside, not with a whole lot of success. As they get a, a yard, maybe a two yards, as they toss the ball to the wide side of the field. It's going to bring up a second down and eight situation. Second down and eight. The ball is uh, moved out here to about the the eight-yard line. So second down and eight. Briar Cliff moving from our left to our right here in the first quarter of play. So north to south here. That's going to be uh, Stanton Lee, who's... Going to be in the backfield now for the uh, Chargers. They're going to give the ball away to him. Lee gets outside. Lee is going to be run out of bounds on the far sideline. Over there for Hastings uh, defensively that time. There's going to be uh, Max Rupert, the uh, safety coming up. Rupert, the junior out of Highland Ranch, Colorado. He makes the stop. Runs him out of bounds over there close to the 10-yard line. Bronco defense here needs to pin these guys back deep, and he seems to get some good field position. Well, they really do. They've uh, on third down here the last couple of drives. They've really pinned their ears back and put a lot of pressure on the uh, the quarterback, Mitchell. We'll see if they come with the heat here again. They've got a third and four call after a four-yard gain by Lee. Byron Cliff is two out of three on third down so far in this ballgame. Mitchell's going to stand in the pocket. His pass is going to be caught here at the 15. That's going to be enough for a first down as he brings the ball to the 16-17 yard line. That's a Kobe Johnson. Johnson, the sophomore out of Omaha, making his 11th reception of the season. Enough for a first down here for the Chargers. So they uh, move the sticks. A much-needed first down there for Briar Cliff as they bring the ball out here to about the 18-yard line. First and 10 here for the Chargers. Two minutes and 19 seconds to play. Briar Cliff is out on top of Hastings in this ball game today by a score of seven to nothing. Mitchell slaps his hands. He's going to hand the ball away. Not much there across the 15 out to the 17-yard line. 
That's Lee carrying the ball again, so a little of any game there. We talked about uh, Briar Cliff being a, kind of a thorn in our side here, Jimmy. They've actually won the last two games over Hastings. They beat us last year 32 to nothing. And in 2018, they beat us 26 to 14. Last time Hastings was able to pick up a win in this series was in 2017, when Hastings beat Briar Cliff 45 to 14. Here's a Mitchell. Hey, a toss sweep gets outside 20. He uh, is spun down here at the uh, 21 or 22-yard line. That's a Stanton Lee carrying the ball again for the uh, Chargers. That's a pickup of a couple of yards on the play, and that's going to bring up a third down situation. But absolutely did no good to do the top three running backs for uh, that were listed on the stat chart because it's running back by committee with this Dennis Wagner coach football team. You're liable to see anything out of Coach Wagner. He's been around there for a few years. You talk about the series. I can remember a year where it was down to the last play of the game, and they launched a Hail Mary into the corner of the end zone, and lo and behold, it came down in the belly of a guy in a blue jersey. That was up in Sioux City. Here's a Mitchell, a high snap. He throws it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver out there for uh, Briar Cliff was Dotson uh, Forcella coming out of the backfield. That one was thrown a little bit too far. And now the Chargers will have to punt the football away. They're going to have to punt against the win here, which is... Uh, blowing pretty brisk out there on the field today. They tell us out of the southeast at about 11 miles per hour. Well, that's one thing the Bockle brings to the table. A 50-yard kick got them down deep in their own territory. The defense gives up one first down, but now you've still got their backs deep in their own territory, and a, a bright spot, another one for the Broncos, Brenton Bell, back deep to field this punt. He's not going to get a chance. That's a high knuckler over here in front of the Bronco bench. It's not even going to make uh, the midfield stripe. It's going to be down at the 49-yard line. So, boy, oh, boy, we got to take advantage of this. Yeah. Hastings with a good field position here at the 49-yard line of Briar Cliff. Bronco football today on 1230 KHIS, brought to you in part by Five Points Bank, also by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Family Medical Center of Hastings by Hastings College, by the Hastings College Foundation, and by Rutz Heating and Air. Hastings is trailing 7 to nothing. Johnny Z brings the ball back to Brent Simonson, and he's in the open across the 40, 35, spins away at the 30, down to the 29-yard line. So the former Sutton Mustang inserted into the ball game. He takes it off a right tackle. A nice run there by Brent Simonson. Second first down of the afternoon for H.C., and for Simonson, 204 yards coming in, 51 carries. We'll give him 20 on his first carry today, a tough earned run. Get him down inside the 30-yard line. It's a first and 10 for Hastings. Here comes Johnny Z. He throws it in the near side of Scott Taylor by a Stenhouse. Stenhouse across the 25, and he's popped out of bounds. Stenhouse did not get the start for Hastings today. He's had problems with uh, some drop balls the past couple of weeks, and Tony's just kind of looking for a little spark in the offense today. You know what? It doesn't matter. You know how many ro- receivers they rotate in each and every play? A bunch of them. They've got trips to the right side. Ostador for the left here after a 12-yard pass and catch today. There's a pass there. Bretton Bell and a little comeback, and he's going to grab the ball. He gets it to actually a loss in the play. Yeah, a loss in the play back here at the 20-yard line. One of those uh, comeback passes there. They just try to get to Bell in some open space there and he is knocked down behind the line of scrimmage so a completed pass 
and uh, completed pass in a two-yard loss. I'd crumple that play up, throw it away. Didn't work very well. Loss of two. All right, that's the end of the first quarter. First quarter comes to an end. Byron Cliff has got the lead. Chargers seven. Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings trailing 7-0. Johnny Z taking a shot incomplete down the uh, left sideline. Johnny Z unable to thread the needle there. Lane Heikinen into the ball game there as a uh, wide receiver. The kid out of Lawrence Nelson. They recruited him as a quarterback, and now they've moved him a wide receiver, and Lane seeing some playing time at wideout today for Tony Harper. Well, good athlete. He's got a tremendous bloodline, and uh, when you get good athletes, you want to get them on the field, and that's the case there. Uh, got to see him just a year ago playing against Kennesaw in the uh, state playoff game, but that pass there goes incomplete. Now Hastings behind the chains, third down and 13 ball at the 21-yard line. Here's a Johnny Z backs up. Johnny Z flushed. Johnny Z is caught from behind and knocked down here at the 20-yard line. Making the stop there is MJ Montgomery. Montgomery, a six foot two, 240-pound sophomore out of Norfolk, Nebraska. He runs down to Johnny Z at the 20-yard line. So now we have a field goal attempt. This is going to be a 36-yard field goal attempt by uh, the Bronco kicker here, Jason Bockle. His longest has been 45. Here's the ball is up there, and the kick is going to be good. So Bockle continues his torrid season. He knocks home a field goal here for Hastings from 36 yards out. We'll take a break, 14 minutes and 20 seconds to play in the first half. The score now, Briarcliff 7, Hastings 3. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, a five-play, 30-yard drive, and that's a, a field goal here for the Broncos as Jason Bockle knocks on home from 
36 yards out. It's a 7-3 ball game. Gets us the first quarter numbers brought to you by Hastings College. There's a reason why we are Nebraska's premier private college. Find out more at Hastings.edu. For the Chargers in the uh, first quarter of action, 17 offensive plays, 86 yards. They had 58 through the air and 28 on the ground. For Hastings College, they had a total of 47 yards. On the uh, first quarter, we'll get to a break, more of a breakdown here after this kickoff. Here's a kickoff down to the uh, six-yard line. Brings it back to the 10, 15, down the numbers, 20, 25, 30, 35. Still on his feet out to the uh, 38-yard line. Bringing the ball back there was uh, Patrick Gassett, Jr. So, again, Broncos having a, a little problem with special teams. Yeah, exactly. We've had troubles uh, in that department as well on the receiving things, uh, receiving side of things and also the defensive side of things. Break down some more stats. Again, the Broncos with 11 plays there, 47 yards of the first quarter. They had 11 through the air, 36 on the ground, 20 of those from Brett Simonson. So Briarcliff with the 7-3 lead just underway here in the second quarter of action. The Chargers start the ball at the 38-yard line. All right. Uh, Caden Mitchell has been the guy who's been out there for Briarcliff, the Quarterback, a freshman out of Oxford, Connecticut. There's a uh, inside handoff across the 40 out here to the 42-yard line. So a pickup of about four yards on the play as they continue to settle their running backs in there. Again, they had a, an injury, back-to-back injuries in the first quarter. One of them was uh, one of their, their running backs that they brought with them here this weekend. That was a Stanton Lee carrying the ball there for the uh, Chargers. They actually had him listed as a, a wide receiver on their 2D, but he's been running basically out of the backfield here this afternoon for the Chargers. It's second down here. There's uh, Lee again with a carry. Lee, he fumbles the football and is loose, and the Chargers are on top of it. The ball was laying there, Jimmy. Yep. It seemed like forever right in the foot of uh, a couple of Broncos, and Finally, a charger goes down to recover up the uh, loose football. Yeah, Lee goes off left tackle and gets a pretty good shot from a Bronco defender coming over. He turns around and looks for the football. He was really the only one that knew that it fell to the turf. Curious to see a uh, replay, but yeah, he about jumped out of the booth here to jump on top of that football as it laid lifelessly at the 43-yard line. That'll be the line of scrimmage. Actually, a gain, positive gain of three yards. So now Briarcliff looks at a third down. And about five yards to go here. Man comes in motion. Here's Mitchell with the ball. He backs up. Here comes the pressure. Mitchell gets away. Mitchell has still got the ball outside the hash marks. A pass down the field. It's going to be caught again. 30-25 still on his feet to the 20 and brought down the 19-yard line. That's Clark again. Craiger Clark got behind the secondary. And wait a minute, we got a penalty flag, I think, back upfield. This will be an early Christmas gift, and it is. Hastings College lost containment in the secondary. Clark, the tight end, just broke free on the far side. You'll see it here on the replay as the uh, quarterback in Mitchell rolls to the right side, found him all alone, nobody back there defensively. Finally, Hastings did have a guy come over there. That was Titus Clay to bring down Clark, but all for naught, fortunately, for the Bronco defense, you cannot lose containment. You can't peak. There's a lot of stuff Coach Hart talks about, but uh, they'll march this off. First penalty of the game, by the way. And that is a big one for the uh, Chargers because they had the ball inside the uh, red zone of Hastings on the completed pass to Clark. And now with this penalty, it's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down and about uh, 14 yards to go. The ball is back here at their own 33-yard line. Caden Mitchell 
in the pistol set. Band goes in motion. That is Acora going to the far side. They fake the ball. Now they want to throw it. It's going to be caught here at the 40. 45 down the sideline. 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. 25 still on his feet. He fumbles the football. That's going to be recovered here by Briar Cliff at the 20 yard line. They uh, bring the ball down to uh, Forcello. He's the guy who made the reception, Jimmy. He's a big old boy at six foot one, 220. He just comes down the near sideline as uh, we watch the replay monitor. No one around for the Bronco defense. Then he got the ball downfield. It was stripped away by Titus Clay and it's recovered downfield right at the 20 yard line. And the Chargers are in business at the Hastings College 20. That is two fumbles that have got away from the Broncos. That one there, fortunately for Briarcliff. They pick it up, and they've got a first and 10 at the 20. Mitchell again throws the ball. That baby is going to be cradled in at the uh, 15-yard line. That's going to be a Porcella again on the receiving end of that one. That's a pickup of five yards and a blank second down and five yards to go. The ball is sitting between the 15- and 16-yard line. Briarcliff has already got the lead over Hastings. It is to 7-3. Chargers again threatening here in the Bronco red zone in the second quarter with 11 minutes and 29 seconds to go. Briarcliff only averaging 226 a game coming in. They've already got 133 of total offense. Looking for more here after a five-yard pass and catch. Second down. They're inside the red zone now at the 15. Mitchell hands the ball away. That's going to be Stanton Lee carrying the ball there. Stanton Lee. He gets the ball down to about the 13-yard line, where the Chargers now looking at a third-down situation. Third down and about three yards to go. Briar Cliff on third-down efficiency this year, sitting number seven in the conference, connecting on 32.4% of their their third-down conversions. They're 23 out of 71 coming in here. However, in this ball game, a little bit better, four out of six in this game so far. They've got a third down and three from the 13-yard line. Stanton Lee has got it. Stanton Lee breaks outside to the 10. He's at the five. He's into the end zone touchdown. He's into the end zone for a touchdown. Stanton Lee takes the ball in from 13 yards out, and the Chargers are out on top 13-3. to You keep a team around, Jimmy, 0-4 on the season. You keep them around long enough, and they're going to give you some problems. Yep, you look at their short staff squad on the far sidelines. They are jumping around, juiced up. Here on a cold Saturday in Hastings, they came a long ways to play a football game. They want to take home a victory. And again, just good blocking, sealing off the defenders as uh, Lee takes it around the right side. 13-yard touchdown run. PAT coming here from Brainer. Jonathan into the ball game here for the uh, Chargers. Ball is down. The kick is up. And the kick is going to go through the uprights. It is good. So the PAT is good. So the Chargers have nailed us with a couple of touchdowns here in the first half of play. Briar Cliff has got the lead. Briar Cliff 14, Hastings 3. You're listening to Bronco Football. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Go on ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here. Producer and engineer, uh, Stephanie Brubaker at the Osborne Sports Complex. Surprise, surprise, 14-3 yeah. Chargers. Yeah, and Stan... 
stand to correct me if I'm wrong, they have just matched their total touchdown output of the season. Is that not correct? That is correct. Holy Moses, two touchdowns coming into the game. They've got two against our defense. That does not speak very well of our defense. They have not played very well here. Again, it's a carryover from the last three football games we have watched. Unbelievable start here. Hopefully Hastings gets uh, things regrouped as the kickoff goes down the near side of the field. It'll be a penalty flag. They'll bring it out on the kickoff here. So 10:33 left to go here in the first half. It is Chargers 14, Broncos 3. And, boy, the Broncos really with, with nothing uh, really to speak for offensively. 47 yards of total offense. They've only got 13 through the air and uh, 39 on the ground. Three first downs is all for Hastings, so we'll see what uh, we'll see what kind of personnel we get sent into the football game here. We've had some changes, some changes uh, in wide receivers and quarterbacks, so we'll check things out here and see what we what we've got on the field. Ohio State now leading Nebraska 38-17 after three quarters. Ohio State 38, Nebraska 17. Briar Cliff has got the lead here over Hastings College. The score. Is 17, actually 14 to 3. Hastings is uh, trailing in the ball game. That's going to be uh, Johnny Zamora. He stays out there. There's a uh, handoff. They get it uh, straight ahead there. I think Naismith is back into the ball game now for the uh, Broncos in there. Caden Larkham is now uh, running the football for Hastings in the backfield. Well, like I said, just don't hold your breath. They'll send new personnel in. Tony's trying to find a combination and some guys that. Uh, what a play. Yeah, that's exactly right. Two-yard gain by Markham. Second down. All right, a play-action pass. Johnny Z is going to be under siege. He gets away. Johnny Z throws the ball on the near sideline. He's going to be out of bounds. That's what he does, Jimmy. That's that's a, kind of his M.O. When he gets in well, he, trouble, he, he just kind of spins away, and he does everything to get away from pressure. And that time, he avoided the sack, did the right thing there. He threw it into the, the bench. But still, a pass incomplete. He was a setting duck in the middle of a pond without webbed feet right there. He was dead in the water and somehow got away from the tremendous pass rush from Briar Cliff and was able to, to get it out here to the near side. And the nearest receiver, of course, he was out of the out of the box, but the nearest receiver was uh, Stenhouse. So now a third down and about eight here for Hastings. They need to get some life going offensively. Play action pass again. Johnny Z across the middle incomplete. They held him. No penalty flag. No penalty flag. Brenton Bell was the intended receiver. Actually, you saw everything else that everybody else saw in the stands. Goodness. Watch the hand. If they show the replay on the back of Brenton Bell, he had a hold of his jersey and held him up. We're going to get to see a chance right here. Had a hold of his jersey right there on replay. What couldn't the umpire see on that? Oh, well, fourth down and Bockel in again to punt. This is his fourth punt. Of the afternoon. It was just kind of a, a little grab. Though. Yeah, a little grab. A little grab. Yeah. Fourth down here. Fourth down at eight. Bockle in the ball game to punt her away. Good high kick. Backs up the Chargers to the 25-yard line, and he's decked right there. He is decked right there, getting downfield for Hastings College. Is Marcus Rice, a reserve defensive back there for the Broncos. So a good kick by Bockle. No return out of the Chargers, but... Nevertheless, we've got nine minutes and 40 seconds to play here in the first half, and we look up, and we're trailing the Chargers 14-3. to Got to see that hit on replay again. That'll knock the ice cubes loose right out of your out of your helmet there. But you go back to 
Yeah, looking at the scoreboard, I didn't think here coming to the stadium today that I would see Briarcliff with 14 points on the board. They do have, and the football back. This is a, what is this, about their fifth drive of the afternoon. Yes, the fifth drive. They'll start at their own 26-yard line. All right, Briarcliff working from our right to our left, south to north. Mitchell hands the ball away, and that's not going too far either. Stanton Lee takes it to the 25-yard line where he's going to be buried on the play there by the Broncos. Also, uh, Noah Blass, one of the guys to get in there. Blass, a uh, reserve defensive tackle. Kante Kinney also entered the stop for the Broncos. No gain in the play. Second down, 10 yards to go. Briar Cliff with the ball on their own 26-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. Caden Mitchell is the quarterback here for the Chargers. Marks out the signals, claps the hands, claps them twice. Now the pitch back comes to Lee. He is in. The ball is loose back here. Inside the 20-yard line, the Broncos are on the ball. The pitch back came back to Lee. Hastings had deep penetration in there. The ball was jarred loose, and Hastings comes up with a loose football. That was Patrick Gondrak in there, defensive back for Hastings College. It was a high snap to the, uh, to the quarterback, Mitchell. And he was had a late pitch, so the timing was off. But Andrak right there, a reserve uh, linebacker in there. Big, big play. Johnny on the spot, knocks the ball loose. Broncos with a golden, and I say golden, opportunity at the 19-yard line. Hastings trying to get back into the ball game. They're trailing by a score of 14-3. to So the Bronco D gets a, a turnover. There's a handoff there to a Naismith, and he's going to be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play there. That's a Dalen Littlejohn, a freshman out of Colleen, Texas, to bring him down there for the Chargers. They give him maybe a yard on the play as they move the ball closer to the 17-yard line. So it's second down, nine yards to go. Hastings with the ball with eight and a half minutes to play here in the second quarter. Brenton Bell comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. Here's a Johnny Z is passing into the end zone. Touchdown, Stenhouse. Ellie Stenhouse gets the touchdown reception. Johnny Z gets the touchdown pass there for Hastings. That's his first touchdown pass of the season here. And the Broncos catch in on the turnover. Third touchdown of the year for Stenhouse. And by Golly, how did he get so wide open? He got through the secondary on the far sidelines and somehow was wide open. You could have thrown that one. Johnny C. with the uh, touchdown pass to Stenhouse of 17 yards and money in the bag. Bockle into the football game for the PAT. That's much better there offensively. They took advantage of a turnover and made it work for him. So he's 17-yard touchdown pass. Johnny Zamora to Keote Stenhouse. PAT by Bockel is good. The Broncos cash in on the turnover. Eight minutes and 21 seconds to play here in the first half. Looking better. Chargers 14, Hastings 10. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. 
Briar Cliff has been plagued by turnovers all season long, Jimmy. They, they've had 12 interceptions on the season coming into the football game today. In this ball game against the Broncos, they've already fumbled three times. And that last one, they lost finally. And the Broncos were able to cash in on a, a three-play, or actually a two-play 19-yard drive. Johnny Z getting his first touchdown pass of the season to Coyote Stenhouse. Here comes the uh, run-up, and it's going to be a little pooch kick over here. The ball is loose, and Hastings has the ball. Hastings has the ball at the 40-yard line. Kadem Markham comes up with the ball for Hastings. Unbelievable. How many times in this football season, whether it's high school or college, have we seen this happen? These short little pooch kicks into areas that have huge openings. Look at that. Beautifully placed by Bockel. Markham Johnny on the spot. He gets it after one hop. And now the Broncos set up inside Charger territory just inside the 40-yard line. They'll actually put it right on the 40. But, boy, that is something uh, the teams have really uh, been doing a lot on high school and college level this year and being very successful. So now Johnny Z and the Broncos in with an opportunity again to get into the end zone. All right, Johnny Z is going to hand it away. No, they're going to pitch it out here. They're going to throw it out to uh, Brenton Bell. Nice little fake to uh, May Smith as uh, Johnny Z gets it out to Brenton Bells. They move the ball from the 40 to the 35-yard line and pick up a five yards on the play. I, I've attended several practices here lately, and the Hastings College special teams has been working on that uh, quite a bit. So it wasn't a surprise. They, they pulled it off of practice uh, quite a bit, and that's the first time we've seen it in the game that Hastings actually pulled that off. Here's Tyree again. He's going to be, wow, he's going to be decked. At the 36-yard line. Brought down there. Big big old boy there. Number 19 for uh, Briar Cliff. And uh, that can't be. That's number 19 on defense. Uh, That's 18. That's going to be Robinson. Robert Robinson. That's more like it. A (laughs) 275-pounder. Those big guys got their jerseys. They're all scrunched up. They're all scrunched up and rolled up. All right, so it's third down and five yards to go. Third down and five from the 35-yard line of Briar Cliff. Johnny Z with the ball, fakes it, rolls left, throws it, incomplete. Zamora is thumped down. So that great play on the uh, special teams, Jimmy, is going to be all for naught here. Broncos are going to have to punt on fourth down and five. So well, they, they waste that. Yeah, two, two pass plays, a gain of five, and then a rushing play that was stuffed up the middle. But this is what happens when you get opportunities like this in the opposition's territory. You've got to make something happen if you're going to knock off some big-time teams. And Briarcliff is not a big-time team. It's not a secret. But, uh, unfortunately, Broncos not able to do anything with it. Fourth down, and Bockel hopefully can pin Briarcliff back deep. There's a Bockel's kick. That's going to bounce here at the five-yard line, and it's going to get into the end zone. It's going to get into the end zone. That's a 35-yard kick, but only about a, uh, what, 15 yards net. Bring it back out to the 20-yard line. So Baco knocks it into the end zone, but they bring the ball back out here to the uh, 20, and that's where Briarcliff will start. 14-10 is the score. Briarcliff with a lead here in the first half of play over the Hastings College Broncos. Briarcliff scoring on a... Uh, Touchdown pass, 43 yards from Bell to Clark. They also get a 13-yard touchdown run from Stanton Lee in this ballgame. 14-10, Hastings is trailing in the ballgame. Hastings trying to break a three-game losing streak 
here this afternoon. Here's John Bell back out there. Now we got penalty flags down. Might have been movement on the Briar Cliff right tackle. We'll see who they got first. Yeah. Five-yard penalty, remaining first down. All right, so penalty there. Penalty there on the uh, Chargers. Got some five yards back to the uh, 15-yard line. Brings up first down and 15. Nice surroundings today. Beautiful, beautiful press box we're in. Far, far uh, cry from where we were at last night. Yeah, last night we did a high school football game outdoors where we couldn't see a darn thing. There's a Stanton Lee. Stanton Lee brings it across the 15 out to the 18-yard line. By the way, the high school pairings are outs in classes B, C1, and C2. I've got those. I'll pass along to you during a halftime today when we check some scores across the nation in major college football. Get you all of that at halftime today. 6.35 to go. Hastings College is trailing the Chargers by the score of 14-10. to Briarcliff with the ball. On their own 18-yard line, Mitchell's pass across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver was Kobe Johnson. Johnson, the sophomore out of Omaha, couldn't come up with that pass, and it's going to bring up a third-down situation. Probably just as well that uh, Johnson did not receive that football. He might have heard footsteps. There was four Bronco defensive backs right in the area, and if he would have caught that, they would have... Uh, Someone would have lowered the boom, and I'm sure that's probably a reason why the football went incomplete. Kind of alligator-armed it. Didn't want to get it out there and try to bring that one in. So third and 12, ball at the 18-yard line. Broncos trail by four with 6.24 left to go till halftime. Defense needs a big stop right here, and Hastings will get good field position again. Mitchell winds up, throws it downfield. It's going to be incomplete. Again, trying to get the ball to Clark is a tight end. I don't think we see. Yes, we do have a penalty flag. Yes, we do, right there in the center of the field. Well, if they if they did, they got Carlo Terrell on a holding. Right in the middle of the field, we see the laundry down at the 45-yard line. Bronco fans below us, uh, boisterous, boisterous today. We've heard them uh, several times. Riding the officials here in this one as they get together at the 45-yard line to discuss what they saw. Then they'll let us know here. The six minutes and 17 seconds to play in the second quarter. Found the play for defensive passers here. Fourth down. All right, so basically they, they pick up the flag here. There's no penalty on the defense. That's going to bring up a fourth down situation. So if there's no penalty, why'd you throw why'd it? Why'd you throw it? That's exactly what I wanted to say. So obviously they had a, a small vote right there in that little scrum of officials, and they determined that no foul, probably uncatchable. Is that in college football? Well, they, they got the electoral college going there <laughs> after the officials uh, met at the 45-yard line, and the electoral college won out. So there was uh, no flag on the defense, so now it's going to be Briar Cliff punting the football here in fourth down and 12. They get into the ball. Here's a Bell going to watch it. Bell, wow. That's that kind of dangerous there. He reaches out and kind of dives on the ball back here at the 46-yard line. Maybe saved the Broncos about 10 yards because that's well, gonna, that was going to roll for a while. Yeah, that was an end over end. As soon as it hit the turf at about the 45 on the south side of the uh, 50, then it took a big hop, and yeah, there was four or five chargers all around Bell, and he, boy, stuck his body right out there in the middle, dove on the football, but the Broncos take over at the own 46-yard line. Plenty of time left here. All right, he's going to mount something here in the second quarter to get back on top here. 14-10 to 10 is the score. 
Here's a Johnny Z. He's going to throw the ball. That's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to Sam Marsh. He was just running down the right sideline, and they threw it a little bit too far. Marsh is a six foot one, 166-pound junior out of Casper, Wyoming. Got a penalty flag on the far side of the field. Here comes the... All right, so they're offsides. Third penalty on Briarcliff here today. Chargers are offsides. That's going to be Dylan Littlejohn, who lines up right near the right near the center there, but he was offsides. So it's going to cost him five yards. First down and five now from the 50-yard line. There's a running play there to a Brent Simonson. Simonson brings the ball to the 45, maybe to the 44. He's now looking at a second down and short, second down and one yard to go for the Briar Cliff 45-yard line. 14 to 10 to score. Hastings out of, or Hastings trailing the Chargers here this afternoon in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Second carry by Brett Simonson on the day, 25 yards on those two carries. We'll give him nearly five on that one. Second down and one here. Got some jumping up front, no penalties. There's a hand. Oh, he's blown up here. Simonson is hitting the backfield back here at the 49-yard line. And getting through there for the uh, Chargers to bring him down was Maui. And they said, just call him Maui. He's from uh, San Francisco, California. His name is Brandon Fatuhail. Brandon Fatuhail. You got to get that Maui in there. Yeah, no, that's his That's his nickname. Oh, his nickname's Maui. Yeah, they just said, just call him Maui. His, team, his team has more nicknames than, than they do jerseys. But that's what they said, just call him Maui. He says, don't worry about the pronunciation of his last name. Just call him Maui. All right, so here's uh, Johnny Z. He's going to be tackled back here at the 50-yard line. That's going to go down officially as a sack back here at the 50. So a loss of a couple of yards. MJ Montgomery gets his second sack in the ball game. And Hastings goes uh, three plays and out. Now they're going to have to punt the football away again. Three rushing plays there. A positive gain of five, then two losses, a sack. They started in Briarcliff territory, and now the ball's back at the 50. And Bockel is going to have to apply for overtime pay here in this football game, and he will be searching out the ice tub when this game is over. He's getting a workout. Well, he punted ten times last week in the last game we had against Midland. He gets into the football here. Gassett brings the ball down at the 12-yard line, gives Groom uh, back room inside the 10, brings it back across the 10 to the 14-yard line, and penalty flags are down. All for naught. Big, big block in the back at the 10-yard line. This is going to go against Briarcliff, and they'll uh, move this probably about half the distance to the goal line. Here comes the replay. Watch this in the corner. Gassett uh, feels the ball, and he gives some ground. There's the uh, black uh, block in the back, and he brings it back here to about the – 14-yard line, and now they're going to try to sort things out here. Welcome back, return team number five. That penalty half the distance to the goal, first down. All right, half of the distance to the goal. That's Maui. Maui was whistled for the foul. Maui's guilty. All right, so they bring it back half of the distance to the goal, but they're going to bring it back to the five-yard line. So a chilly day today in Hastings. The game time temperature is at 30 degrees. Winds are blowing out of the southeast at about 11. The feels like temperature today is at 21 degrees. Fortunately, we're indoors today. This is nice. <laughs> 14 to 10 to score. The Chargers are out on top with four minutes and some change left. There's a pass across the middle. That's Nobody was home. Nobody was home. Just thrown into an empty spot there. 
No penalty flag for a grounding and complete pass, second down and 10. I am just so very happy to see you even back in action after last night. You got dealt a cold well, you, after the softball tournament. You you put a lot of people on well, yeah, major I did. alert I, last I, night. I, well, I just was thinking to get you to Family Medical Center to maybe get you an IV. Uh, they were a lot of people concerned after the game. I was getting a lot of, a lot of phone calls, but you're all right. You're here. And second down and 10 here for the Chargers. High snap. Mitchell brings it down. That's a Stanton Lee. He gives it back to the line of scrimmage when he runs into the brick wall of Hastings. Titus Clay was there for the Broncos on defense. Also, Robert Hernandez was in there for Hastings. No gain in a play. It's third down and 10. 3.48 to play. Second quarter, 14-10 Chargers. Charger offense with 21 carries here in this uh, football game. 54 yards. Not quite a yard gain here, about a half a yard gain on that play there. So another opportunity, we've said that a lot here this half, another opportunity to get off the field and get some good field position here. Byron Cliff, five out of eight on third down efficiency today. That's pretty good. This is third down, nine yards to go for their own seven-yard line. Mitchell has got the ball. Mitchell surveys. Mitchell runs it, and he slides down across the five-yard line out to the seven. So no gain in the play, and Brian Cliff will have to punt the football away deep in their own territory here. Hastings College has still got, what, three timeouts left, so plenty of time here. We're just by the three-minute mark of the second quarter. A lot of, lot of con- uh, congestion coming from the outside, so Mitchell takes it right up the middle, and then the backers kind of forced right up in there. He wanted no part of a one-on-three situation against Hastings College. So the punter for... Uh, Briar Cliff in the uh, the football game is Robertson. He'll stand about eight yards deep. Hastings coming with pressure. Bell is going to pick it up on the hop back here at the 46, to the 45, to the 44. Down he goes. Tackling the play there by the uh, Chargers. Coming up to make the stop on special teams is going to be Brent Tinker. Tinker, a reserve linebacker, a freshman out of Pierce. So Hastings College will have the ball in Briar Cliff territory. We've started a, a lot of drives in Briarcliff territory today, haven't we? Yeah, we have. One, two, three. This will be the fourth one. We have had nine punts in this football game already. All right, so it's first down and 10 for Hastings. They got the ball with the Charger. They're going to move it on the, the other side of the 45-yard line for some reason. Well, let's uh, put it down here at the uh, 44, first and 10 for Hastings. The Broncos working north to south, left to right here in the Second quarter to play. Hastings trailing by a score of 14 to 10. Here's Johnny Z with the ball. Gives it away to Naismith. Across the 40, he fumbles the football. And it's still loose. And it's going to be picked up, I think, by the Chargers. Yeah, yes, it is yeah. at the 33-yard line. Yeah, Neesmith lost the football. He was trying to find it bouncing along the turf. And then got a hand on it, but was not able to maintain it. And another Bronco was right there, almost Stenhouse. able to get on. Yeah, Stenhouse was there, but not able to, to pull it away in the scrum. All right, so the Broncos lose their first uh, fumble of the day. That's a big one because Hastings had plenty of time to work with the ball. We start in Briarcliff territory for the fourth time today, and we come up empty. In fact, we'll give the ball back to the Chargers. Briarcliff has got the ball at the 34-yard line. we got two minutes and 20 seconds to play here in the second quarter. The Chargers have a couple of timeouts still left on the board. Mitchell comes back out. Two wide receivers split to the right side of the formation. This is a pistol set for Briarcliff. They toss the ball to Stanton Lee. Lee is going to be run out of bounds here at the 34-yard line. 
Follow until Rao runs him out of bounds. Get out of his face. Avoid yeah. the penalty. Get out of his face. You made a nice play. Get back to the huddle. Terrell has been, has had an interesting year. He has had a tough time staying with intended receivers. <laughs> he has been burnt quite a few times, and he's had some foolish penalties, and he made a great tackle over here, but I watched him all through the uh, play and the out-of-bounds, and he was jawing. He was jawing, but the no penalty flag, no gain for Briarcliff. And goes in motion, second down and 10 yards to go. Chargers with the ball. They hand it away again to Stanton Lee. Stanton Lee slips one tackler and is going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage back here at the 32-yard line. That's Titus Clay getting in there to make this stop for Hastings. And now the timeout's going to be called. Is this a uh, Hastings timeout or a Briarcliff timeout? No, Tony was all the way out to the numbers trying to get in front of an official. All right, so a timeout. Hastings, this timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street from the water park on West 2nd and Hastings. 131 to play second quarter. We'll take a break. Chargers 14, the Broncos 10. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to BullseyeSportsBar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. BullseyeSportsBar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. 14 to 10 is the score. Hastings is trailing in the ball game. Yeah, with no students in here today, they're on fall break. Been kind of a, a quiet place today. 14 to 10, Broncos are trailing. Third down, 11 yards to go. Here's Mitchell with the ball. He winds up, he throws it, it picked off. Picked off with the 45-yard line, back to the 40. At the 35 to the 30, near sideline 25, and run out of bounds. Ball is picked off by Kobe Brandenburg, a sophomore out of Central City, kind of playing center field there. Jimmy, the ball was tipped. It comes right down in the hands of Brandenburg. We've got a penalty flag down here at the 36-yard line. Just looking to see. I was actually, I thought a, a, a Clay got his hand on it. It wasn't. It was the intended receiver. The ball was just thrown high, went off of his hands into Brandenburg's hands, and then a penalty on the return. It was a nice return by Brandenburg all the way down inside the 30-yard line, but here comes the call. Watch the back. Return team. 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. It'll be first and 10 for Hastings. All right, so block in the back. Hastings gets the pick. And for uh, Briar Cliff, that's like their 13th interception of the year. Bronco defense, that's just the second pick of the year. Coming in the game, 11 sacks. They've got 12 sacks now on the season and two interceptions. So another turnover. And how many times will he say this today? Another great opportunity for Hastings to do something offensively here, starting at the Charger 46-yard line. All right, empty backfield. Hastings has got trips out wide to the left side and a wide receiver to the right. And now what do we got here? Officials not yet signaling the ball ready for action here. 14 to 10 is the score. He sings with a minute and 19 seconds to play in the second quarter. Donnie Z with the empty backfield. 
Waiting on the snap. He's got it. He backs up. Here comes pressure off the corner. Johnny steps up, gets away. Johnny at the 50. Johnny at the 45. Johnny, see Johnny run out of bounds. Yeah, see Johnny run out of bounds because I see a Tapua running him down there. I'd be running out of bounds too if I saw Tapua coming my way. A big old boy from Lake Stevens, Washington. I was going to say it would have been Kapui from Katui on that three-yard gain. Second down. Here's a, a bad snap. It's going to be picked up there by Johnny Z. He throws it into uh, the Bronco bench. Bad snap. Johnny picks it off with the turf before he got buried into the turf. He just throws it into an empty spot in the field. So it's an incomplete pass. And now here we are again. Third down and seven. Hastings on third down efficiency today. Zero out of five. Well, and the Broncos have rushed it 16 times for just 44 yards in the game. They've only got seven yards of rushing on nine carries here in the second quarter. Third down here, seven yards to go. Johnny with the ball. He backs up again. He steps up. He's going to run it 45-40. Johnny Z at the 35 to the 30-25 and knocked out of bounds. Knocked out of bounds. And again, the Broncos, somebody on the sideline was John here with one. Of the uh, defensive backs for uh, Briar Cliff. That Max was Rupert. And that was Donald Garland on the other side. But that's a, a scrambling first down there for Johnny Z. He's got a first down at the Briar Cliff 26. He kind of got run out of bounds and then he kind of got chucked over here. And uh, Rupert didn't like it. He was standing on the sideline. He got into it with uh, Donald Garland, one of the uh, safeties for the Chargers. Timeout, Briar Cliff. Now the Chargers want to talk things over. We'll take a break with 57 seconds to play in the second quarter. We will take a break here. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd. Take a break. Briarcliff 14, Hastings 10. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. You're listening to Hastings College football today. The Broncos trying to break a three-game losing streak. They are trailing in this ball game by a score of 14 to 10 to the Chargers of Briar Cliff, the team from Sioux City, Iowa, that came in here today. 57 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Johnny Zamora has got to Brent Simonson in the backfield now. He'll line up right behind Johnny Z. Wide receiver is out to the left side of the formation. Johnny might be changing the play here at the line of scrimmage. Gives the ball away to Simonson. Simonson is going to be decked down just as he brings the ball across the line of scrimmage. They'll give him a pickup of two on the play. Broncos got to hurry. He sings. Still with a couple of timeouts on the board. This is second down. Second down and eight yards to go. The ball is at the 24-yard line of Briar Cliff. Two wide receivers each way now for Zamora. Johnny Z backs up. He stands in a pocket, directs a little traffic, throws it out here to Simonson at the 20, and he drops the ball. Simonson was out of bounds. He drops the ball. So an incomplete pass. 
And that's going to bring up third down now. Third down and eight yards to go. We have not been efficient on a couple of these drives that we have started in the Briarcliff territory today. No, we have had an awful time getting started in Briarcliff territory. One, two, three, four, five drives that have started in Briarcliff territory. We had one touchdown and a field goal once we started in their update from Columbus. Late in the fourth quarter, Ohio State 45 and the Big Red 17. All right, we'll take a break here. Another timeout, 28 seconds to play in the second quarter. Our score, Briarcliff 14, Hastings 10. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings is trailing Briarcliff 14-10 in this ballgame. we got 28 seconds to play in the second quarter. Hastings looking at third down, third down and eight yards to go. The ball is at the 24-yard line of the Chargers. Johnny Zamora. The quarterback for Hastings, two wide outs to the left side. Now here's Brenton Bell coming in motion. Johnny Z stands in the pocket again. He gets away. Johnny Z has still got the ball. Johnny's going to be brought down and back here at the 30-yard line. So a loss of about six yards on the play. The quarterback scramble. He couldn't find anybody downfield. And finally, Johnny Z unable to get away from pressure. He is brought down at the 30-yard line. And now Hastings will have to burn another timeout with 11 seconds to play. Robert Robinson again in there. We cannot block that cat. We have had a hard time, our offensive line today. Johnny Z has been on his uh, high horse a lot today trying to get away from eluded traffic. I will just keep it here. Is this going to be a short timeout? The Broncos are going to figure out what they want to do here on fourth down and 15 yards to go. So once again, another golden opportunity in charge of territory. We're going to let squander away. Two turnovers so far on Briarcliff. One turnover on the Hastings here in the ballgame. We're going to kick field goal here. At least opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be a long one, too. That's one thing. We've had the ball in Briarcliff territory more than we've had it in our own here today and just not able to do nothing with it. We are just barely over 100 yards of total offense nearing the halftime mark. So we'll see what uh, we can do here. We've got to block a lot better if uh, Bockel's going to get this up over the, the line of scrimmage. This is going to be a 48-yard field goal attempt for Bockel. This will be his longest of the season. For the far side hash mark, Hastings is trailing by four. And now what do we got? We have a timeout called here. This will be a huge field goal. It's going to be into, into a crosswind. Final timeout of the half. All right, so Brian Cliff will call a timeout. We'll take a break this time. The Chargers 14, Hastings 10. You're listening to Bronco Football. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. 
go to rutsheating.com. Proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 KHAS. All right, so we're going to line up for a 48-yard field goal attempt. I think Tony might have a change of heart here, Jimmy, as the offense comes back out on the field. Yeah, the timeout was called. We went to a commercial with the uh, the uh, college television station. You could hear the uh, coaches down on the down below us yelling offense. So that's going to be the case. Going to be three wide receivers here to our side. Will be one lone wide receiver. I think that's Cynic to the far side of the field. So we'll see what uh, what they dial up here. Johnny Z in the pistol set. Fourth down and 15 yards to go here for Hastings. Zamora's got the ball. Zamora comes to the near side. He throws the ball downfield, and a catch is not made by Stenhouse. And a double covered inside the uh, five-yard line. Pass is incomplete. So now with five seconds to go, Briar Cliff will have one more crack at things here in the first half. Almost made an outstanding one-handed catch, but he wouldn't have been inbounds. The defender was right there in his hip pocket, forced him to the chalk. But uh, almost got his left uh, left hand up there to make a uh, great catch. So five seconds left to go. In the half, and uh, hopefully Hastings can can regroup again. Nine drives. Five have started in Briarcliff territory and just uh, 10 points to show for it. All right, 14 to 10 is the score. And Briarcliff is going to take a knee. They're in that uh, victory type of formation here. As Mitchell is going to take the snap and it'll just uh, kneel, and that'll be the end of the second quarter of play. There's uh, your kneel job by uh, Caden Mitchell. And there is the uh, first half of play. First half in the books here today. The uh, cellar dwellers in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, the uh, Briarcliff Chargers, they have got the lead over Hastings College here at the break. The score, it is Briarcliff 14, Hastings 10. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. And Ben was very healthy when he was born. And then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation. And that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, psychiatric nurse practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. We 
Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings is trailing Briar Cliff at halftime. The score is 14 to 10. If you all the halftime numbers coming up, we'll check the scores from across the nation today in major college football. So uh, stay with us here at the halftime break. Hastings trailing the Chargers 14 to 10. Get to the uh, scoring in the first half of play. Briar Cliff actually scores first. They got a 43-yard touchdown pass from their quarterback, John Bell, to uh, Craig and Clark. The uh, point after touchdown was good. That made the score seven to nothing in favor of Briar Clef. Hastings came back. They get a 36-yard field goal at the 14-20 mark of the second quarter. That made the score seven to three in favor of the Chargers. Briar Cliff scores again, completing a six-play, 62-yard drive, a 13-yard run from Stanton Lee. After the uh, conversion, it was 14 to three in favor of Briarcliff. And following a fumble, Hastings got good field position at the Briarcliff 19. And for one of the very few times that Hastings started in Briarcliff territory in the first half, they were actually able to put seven points on the board. Johnny Zamora throwing a 17-yard touchdown pass to Keote Sandhouse. The point after touchdown was Bacal, by Bacal was good. 14-10 to 10 was the score at the 8-21 mark of the second quarter. And that's the way we end up here at halftime, 14 to 10. Hastings is trailing in the ball game, but uh, you mentioned it several times throughout the first half. Jimmy uh, squandered opportunities by the Broncos in the first half of play. Well, exactly. Nine drives started in uh, Briarcliff territory, and uh, not able to do anything with it. Just 10 points, one field goal, and one touchdown. So Hastings College got a, a little regrouping to do here again as they trail. The last place team in the G-Pack, 14 to 10. Your halftime stats are brought to you by Hastings College. Make a difference in the lives of Hastings College students and faculty. Make a financial contribution. Refer a student to Hastings College. Participate in alumni events or hire a student or recent graduate as an intern or employee. Find out more at Hastings.edu. We look at the official stats just handed to me here momentarily. Briarcliff in the uh, first half of action, they had seven first downs. They rushed the football 25 times for 38 yards. Passing numbers from Mitchell was five of 10, one interception, one touchdown, 110 yards. So 35 offensive plays and 148 total yards. Briarcliff with four punts, averaging 33 and a half yards per punt. They had three fumbles and lost one, and they were hit with five penalties for 50 six yards they had 17 20 of possession time of possession rushing leaders i don't know how you can ever figure this out but uh, the stat crew down the way has done a pretty good job stanton lee he leads the way 15 carries 24 yards dk as we, we have been told to call him four carries and 19 yards that's all we'll give you for uh, rushing leaders that's really the only two that have got some sizable numbers dawson Fursella has four, or excuse me, two catches, 52 yards, and Craiger Clark has two catches, 52 yards as well, but he has the one touchdown. For Hastings College, in the first half, the Broncos was seven first downs as well. They rushed the football 19 times for just 65 yards. The Bronco uh, new quarterback, or uh, the, the replacement quarterback, we'll say, Johnny Zamora, his number six of 13, no interceptions, and no touchdowns in that uh 
or actually, yes, one for a touchdown to Stenhouse there in the first half. So six of 13, 33 yards. So the Broncos with 98 yards of total offense in that first half on 32 offensive plays. Broncos with one interception in the first half. Bockle punted it five times for 38.4 yards. The Broncos with one fumble, they lost that one. And the Broncos with just one penalty in the football game, so very disciplined football after a week off, just a 10-yard penalty. Time of possession, 23-30 for Hastings. Individual leaders, Brett Simonson on the afternoon, four carries and 23 yards. Johnny Zamora, seven carries, 22 yards. And Tyree Neesmith with seven carries and 18 yards. Receiving leaders, Coyote Stenhouse, two catches, 28 yards. He has the one touchdown. Bretton Bell with a couple of catches and just two yards. So, as we mentioned, Bockel with five punts in that uh, first half of action. Bockel averaging uh, 38.4 on the afternoon. But, again, uh, Hastings College with so many opportunities. Again, five times starting across midfield into Briarcliff territory and only 10 points to show for it. They've got to clean that up and come back out. This is a, a rejuvenated Charger football team here today. No wins. They're hungry. They want to win here on the road at Hastings, and they lead it right now, 14-10. Well, the biggest uh, surprise, I think, out of the numbers you just gave us, Hastings with 98 total yards in the first half of play against the defense has given up an average of 414 yards per game through their, their first fours. So obviously, Hastings having problems again uh, offensively here in this ballgame today. Well, exactly. Again, you opened up the, the stat sheet, and you've seen a team that uh, give up 413 yards per game, and you thought, boy, this is an opportunity we can get well and get well in a hurry, and it just hasn't happened. Briarcliff does not look like an 0-4 football team. Again, they've been beat by Doan, Concordia, Midland, and obviously Morningside. Everybody gets beat by the by the uh, Mustangs, but uh, again, they've had opportunities, and uh, all for not so far. All right, Hastings is trailing in the ball game, 14 to 10 to the uh, Chargers of Briarcliff. We're at halftime. We're going to come back and spend a couple of minutes with Hastings College Athletic Director B.J. Pumroy as we continue today on 12:30 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your healthcare needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex again, 14 to 10 is our score. He sings his trailing the Chargers at Briar Club. It'll be a busy day on the campus today of uh, Hastings College, the volleyball team last night. They lost to Dakota Wesleyan in five sets, losing the, the final game 16 to 14. So the Hastings College volleyball team now sitting at four and five on the season, three and four in the conference. They've got a match coming up at three o'clock this afternoon, about a half an hour from now. Over at Lynn Farrell Arena, they've got the, the Jamestown Jimmies coming in here to play volleyball today at uh, 3 o'clock. And then the soccer after a football today here at Lloyd Wilson Field Northwestern going to be in town. Hastings College uh, men and women's soccer team off to a good start this year. They've got the uh, Red Raiders coming up. Women's game will go at 5.30 tonight with the men's game at 8 o'clock. We're at home. We always like to uh, check in with Hastings College Athletic Director B.J. Promway. He is going to join us here 
at uh, halftime. And uh, BJ, good to see you again, my man. Mike, good to see you. I was a little worried listening to the, the Hastings High game last night if we were going to catch you today. Well, and... yeah, you, you kind of checked me and wanted <laughs> to know if everything was going to be all right when Jimmy took over the, the controls of the ship during the post game. So, so I appreciate your, your thoughtfulness. There. I was listening and I was like, where's Mike? Yeah. Wh- wh- and then Jimmy's saying, hey, we, we might need medical attention up here. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. I, you know, I, I was just way too worried and, you know, painting pictures in my head of. Uh, obviously, you can tell I worry about things more than I think. Ah, he's fine. So I'm glad you're fine and back. How about right. that? It was a good first half here for us, 14 to 10, uh, staying right close with the uh, Chargers of Briar Cliff. Uh, kind of an interesting day today. A lot of activity on campus, but uh, the students are here this week. I think. Exactly. It's weird where you've got midterm break week, and then we've got obviously you know football going now. As you mentioned, Jamestown and volleyball coming. The JV's already played. They start at 1:30, and then you know soccer tonight. And, you know, Mike, I'll tell you, we're fortunate here, um, you know, during our game days, we have students that are our chain crew, our ball boys, our ticket takers, our concession stand workers, and trying to get all those folks to, you know, step up, step in when they're like, well, I'm, I'm going home. And so, you know, we've had that in. I got to thank the Adams Central uh, chain crew who stepped up today because, you know, that's an important part of the game. You can't jack around with that. It screws up the whole game if it's not done right. And so they stepped in today. And then we had some other kids from wrestling and baseball and men's basketball step into some roles. And, you know, um, and the kids that are here in school, you can see them. They're down here in the student section staying warm and trying to encourage on the Broncos today. But um, it's a busy day. And, uh, of course, it's start a Big Ten season, so there's a lot of action going on all around the state. Yeah, we, we won't mention how the Huskers are doing today, but uh, I know your Iowa Hawkeyes, will they play later on today? 2.30 kickoff with the Purdue Boilermakers, and I tell folks, Iowa plays traditionally poor against two teams, Northwestern and Purdue. So no matter how good or bad Purdue is, I always worry about how the Hawkeyes are going to do against them. Don't expect anything out of the Hawkeyes today, though. I'll always give the soft sell on that one. <laughs> the only time, you know, and it's always a joke. It's always a joke, because honestly, I mean, I love where we live, the culture of the people, the culture of the state. I grew up in Iowa, knowing Nebraska's good every single year with a great system on how they did it and dignity and class and academics. You know, so I do give a little ch- chide when I say my favorite holiday is Black Friday the last five years. You know, some people like Halloween, some people like Christmas. Me, Black Friday the last five years is my favorite holiday. All right, so he sings right now, uh, as far as uh, what's going on in campus, we're kind of transitioning from the, the fall season into the, the winter season here uh, coming up with basketball. I know uh, Billy's got the, the men's team uh, scheduled to go uh, next week, and I think Gina's got a couple of more weeks to go before she gets going. So we're going to be slowly transitioning into the basketball. How's everything sitting as far as the basketball, the, the COVID, and everything else? It's a day-to-day operation, Mike. Uh, I mean, yeah, we do start with basketball season next weekend, um, and it's great to have that transition time. It, it shows, again, the vibrancy of the campus and people doing things, and the men are set to go with their hope open and turning next week, and the women are pushed back a little bit. Uh, they were supposed to open on Tuesday this week, and I do say, hey, folks, if you want the right schedule, go to the HastingsBroncos.com because what some some the schedule you printed in September isn't exactly right on October 24th. Yeah, I, I think I've already changed the women's schedule uh, two or three times from uh, what it, my opener was going to be. It could it, be more. Yeah. It could be more because, again, if it's not, you know, it could be we have issues. It could be the opponent has issues. It could be who, who knows what's going on. So, uh, you know, I looked around the league again. We got 12 schools in our conference total, and all 12 have had some team delayed this fall, whether it was soccer, volleyball, football, cross country. Somebody's had to sit some time because of the COVID. And, you know, right now, basketball season, we get inside, closer contact, no masks. You know, it's going to be tough to see how that works. But, you know, we got to be positive and find ways to get it done. At the conference, we basically shifted around the conference schedule to make some open dates later in the year and in the middle of the year, saying, hey, and you also know, in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, 
it could be a blizzard that makes it so you can't play on a Wednesday night. You just have to have some flexibility and realize, you know, we're going to put some extra open spots in there knowing we're going to have some things backed yeah, up. Yeah, you just did that uh, recently. You moved a lot of games into uh, December. So what typically is not a busy uh, period of time for us is going to be busier this year because you've opened some, some dates in February in case we have to make up uh, games because of COVID issues. Right. So, and then you're going to get into the national tournaments, hopefully. And, and maybe this year we can finish that baby off, huh? Gosh, that'd be nice. Uh, again, that was just so hard last year, uh, and I don't want that replicated this year. But again, at least having a year to live through it, at least the decision makers might have some better ideas and better situations, and also different pathways to track from other schools too. So, As far as uh, the COVID issues on campus, naturally we, we've talked about it on all these uh, home games. Yeah, we have it, but we're, we're managing the situation. We're managing the situation, yes. It, it's day by day again, and we're public with it. You know, you go to our uh, hastings.edu slash return, and you can look at the numbers of how many positive cases we have, how many are waiting in isolation, how many test results we're waiting on. And the other part, Mike, is you you, you, know, you recognize that the people who are going to be hurt from this most are, you know, folks with compromised health situations and, the, and our older folks. We don't have any faculty staff that have had problems, or it's limited, I, I think. You know, when you look at those numbers, I think there's been one faculty staff member who's had an issue this year. So, you know, on that side, as far as keeping people safe, obviously it's, you know, we're doing things in the classroom, we're doing things on campus, and it's just the, you know, it's young people that are young people, and we give them lots of activities so that they can socially distance, but yet have a college experience. And But all in all, to have how many, how few disruptions we've had, I mean, I look around the league, Jamestown, had problems with volleyball, with soccer, with football. I mean, they're playing football on November 21st in Bismarck, North Dakota, because their field, after we play them on the 31st, they're digging up to put turf in finally, finally. And, you know, they got to get started construction-wise. So all of a sudden now they're, like, their last two home games, they're playing in Bismarck, 100 miles away from Jamestown. 100 miles away from Jamestown. So that's their home game? Those are their two home games to finish the year. Well, Congratulations on their part. Huh? Uh, yes, I'm very happy they're getting turf, and uh, you know that'll bode well for everybody in the league. Actually, that's you know, folks, if you did your little uh, description of uniforms, Dave Briarcliffs were in the dark colors today. Why? Yep. Why is that? Does Mike know? Yeah, Mike, I know that. Mike knows that. Yeah, Mike know knows that. that. It's because Briarcliff ruined their white ones at Jamestown last year, and with the COVID stuff and Nike supply chains, they couldn't get their white ones turned around. So. We got basically the San Diego or Briarcliff Chargers from 1978 um, with their blue helmets, lightning bolts on the side, yellow numbers with a wide outline, and we're going LSU style wearing white at home. I, I kind of like it. It's I not a bad look. It's not a bad look. Like, uh, what, what else is going on? What's occupying your time uh, besides uh, COVID issues and the athletic director's office these days? Uh, it's the rollover season. I know obviously, today we got plenty going on. And then, um, you know, as we look forward to things, uh, NAI wise, I mean, they're examining what's going on as they look, you know, how we're going to get into the winter season and keep going to things. The GPAC doing the same things. NCAA Division One had earlier announced, now Division Two and Division Three have said the season doesn't count against your winter athletes either. Where right now NAI is at 50%. If you don't play more than 50% of the games, you don't burn a season just for this year because nobody knows how many games you're really going to get in. So we're in a position to kind of look over those things. We have GPAC. ADs and uh, council presidents meeting this week with you know business on the agenda. If you have a certain sport, say, you know, softball says uh, we want space heaters in every dugout, and then we have to discuss it as, you know, ADs and then presidents, and you know, realize that well, not everybody has electricity, and that's not going to happen. So you say it's a great idea, but we can't pull it off. <laughs> or they may say, uh, you know, we want, uh, I don't know, uh, I can't think of something to, <laughs> I should think of something we'd approve that that's a great idea, but um, you know, we go through those kind of things. So that happens this week and looking at the business of the agenda on the table. There's nothing crazy out there going on. I think everybody's just like 
let's keep floating the boat where we're at and try not to take on water and keep going. I think the GPAC's done a great job. You know, we're getting in most of our games yep. in all the sports. We're finding a way to uh, get the games in, and that's a credit to everybody in the GPAC, I think. Right. KCAC, our neighbor to the south. I know University of St. Mary down there, what was it, through October 1, had not played soccer, soccer, volleyball, or football yet. They had not played a game at the beginning of the month. And I haven't tracked it farther than that, but they just they were having a hard time on campus and in the community of Leavenworth, Kansas. So, um, I mean, we're happy to be where we're at and where we're going. Okay, buddy. Thanks for stopping by. Let's get some points this half, Mike. All right, buddy. B.J. Pumroy is the athletic director at Hastings College. Always nice to chat with him, find out what's going on in the AD's office here as uh, we continue to maneuver through this uh, wacky 2020 season. And hopefully we can have a wacky ending in this ballgame here. The Broncos are trailing the Chargers of Briar Cliff at halftime, 14-10. to 10. That's the halftime show. Stick around. We've got the second half coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community, and it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it, and we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings College is trailing by the score of 14 to 10. Final score in from uh, Columbus. It was uh, Ohio State beating Nebraska today, 52 17. So Ohio State beats Nebraska 52-17. We knew that was going to be kind of a uh, tough opener for Nebraska. <laughs> and uh, the Huskers, they'll have a, their home opener next week. They'll take on the uh, Wisconsin Badgers. I, I had a minute to look at social media while you were inter- inter- uh, interviewing uh, BJ here. And, you know, there's always a reason. Not that you maybe didn't tackle well or played well, but the officials stepped in again. They must not have had a very good game officiating uh, some some bad calls and whatnot we don't know we'll have to see the game film we'll have to see the tape we didn't see the game so we'll to determine but more business at hand here the broncos they've got a little wood to chop trailing by four here to briar cliff again briar cliff comes into this football game oh and four the broncos one and three both teams starving for a victory and boy uh, not much of offense put up there in that first half, a total of 98 yards for Hastings College, just 148 for Briarcliff. Briarcliff will kick off here. Wind at their back. Broncos will be moving left to right on your radio dial. 
here in quarter number three. All right, the uh, kickoff, the uh, second half is underway. He seems might have a chance here. Markham is going to grab the ball at the 10-yard line. Back to the 15, Markham at the 16, and down he goes. Data Markham bringing the ball back there for uh, Hastings. He was brought down on the play. Out on the special teams, Quentin Young making the uh, stop there for the Chargers. So 98 total yards for Hastings in the first half of play. And we started uh, more than one series in Briarcliff territory. We had five of nine. Five of nine drives started in Briarcliff territory. This one here, now the Whitecaps going to move in. They'll, uh, Hastings will have it at their own 18-yard line. What do you need here, Mr. Umpire? 14 minutes and something or another. All right, they're going to reset the uh, game clock. So, uh, yeah, 14 minutes and 50 seconds. I thought that it was already down to 14.30, and we just kicked off, and Markham didn't go very far. So, anyway, that's the officials. Keep an eye on the clock. That's what they do. Yeah, we need more time. Johnny Zamora is going to stay in there at quarterback. He's went all the way, getting his uh, first start today in replace of Jesse Ulrich. There's a handoff to Tyree Naismith as he brings it outside the uh, hash marks. He's across the uh, 20-yard line to about the 22. So a short pickup there for Naismith. He had a tough time getting going in the first half, didn't he? Seven carries, just 18 yards. I was just going to say, boy, we haven't heard a whole lot out of uh, Tyree. And uh, that's a... A carry there. There's 8-1 of the afternoon. We'll give him about three yards. Second down and seven ball after the 21. They're going to give him the ball again. This time he just uh, stumbles forward to the 25, maybe to the 26-yard line. But Hastings now looking at a third down situation. Broncos in the first half on third down efficiency, one out of seven. You can't get much done. No, that's not gonna that's not gonna win you many ball games. So we'll see what they can come up with here. Two three yard gains by Neesmith puts them up third down, and we'll call it a long three. All right, here's uh, Johnny Z. Quick pass. It's gonna be Bell with the ball, and he can't hang on to it. Took a big shot. Yeah, thirty yard line. He had the ball in his hands, and he took a shot from the uh, DB coming up there for Byron Cliff. That was Donald Garland. Garland, a uh, junior out of California, levels the boom on him. Ball is darn loose from uh, Brenton Bell. Now he sees will have to punt again. Into the breeze. I know what you're looking for. I think this is the sixth punt of the day. Sixth punt of the afternoon for Mr. Bockle. This will be into that fairly stiff breeze, kind of blowing from southeast to northwest. Going to be a tough one here. Gassant stands at about his own 40-yard line. He punted 10 times last Time we played against Midland, end over end kick. Gassant comes back here at the uh, 36 to grab it. Gets oh. back to the 35, 40, 45, 50, 45 yard line of Hastings, but I think this baby's going to come back. Yep, going to be a penalty flag. And you watch this block, they squared up. It might have been a helmet to helmet shot. That was on uh, Alex Atherton, a defensive back from San Diego, California, took a big, big shot, but this one will come back. To what extent, we'll see here in just a minute. Now, penalty flag is resting back here at the 36-yard line as the officials will d- discuss this one. Uh, 13 minutes and 39 seconds to play here in the third quarter. We're just joining us. It is 14 to 10. Mr. Microphone, uh, stay away from the, the big speakers here. So it's going to be a 15-yard penalty marched off on Briar Cliff for an illegal hit. So that's going to cost them uh, some yardage here as they reset the uh, chain gang over on the far side. 
Now we understand that the chain gang, B.J. Tolentz, uh, the Adams Central chain gang, helping out uh, the Broncos today because the the uh, students are all on the fall break. And, boy, when you try to manage uh, an event here, Jimmy, it, it takes a lot of people to manage an event. Most of those people are usually uh, students here on campus. Well, with all of them gone, it's tough to fill those goals. Yeah, you got a lot of uh, lot of opportunities if you're a volunteer. First down, 10 yards to go from the 21-yard line. Here's a handoff. That's going to be Stanton Lee as he slides up there to the 25-yard line. A big of four yards in a play. They have had a, a plethora of running backs uh, appear today. Again, the, the guy that we expected to see a lot of today was Bubba Wallace. We haven't seen a whole lot of him. And then they had an injury to Emmanuel Mitchell. So we're seeing a couple of new guys running the ball here today for the uh, Chargers. Well, the official stat sheet. They've got a charger kind of rolling around in between the 20 and 25-yard line. But you look at the official stat sheet, they've got it down as four guys have carried the ball. I've got six different guys that have carried the football here. But Stanton Lee has by far got more uh, carries in the game. 16 now on the afternoon for 28 yards. I'm trying to get a number here on the charger that's down. Everybody taking a knee. All right, we got a injury timeout here brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar. Located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll t- take a break. 13-20 to play in the third quarter. It's Briarcliff 14, Hastings 10. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before. Cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College football for you today here on 1230 KHAS. Hastings trailing 14-10 to the Chargers of Briar Clough. That's a Stanton Lee, the uh, running back, is a guy who's uh, helped off of the field. Stanton Lee, he was playing because of the uh, depth they have at uh, running back there. A couple of guys have gone down here in this ball game, and now he goes down. So now we've got uh, another guy out there running the football, and uh, he's going to bring it across the 30 to about the 31-yard line. This is Dawson Forsella into the ball game here to run the football for the Chargers. I think the ball squirted loose there, but I think the oh. Chargers are on top of it here at the 31-yard line. Hastings had some guys at the bottom of the stack. Paxton Terry got up there for Hastings, but I think Porcella is back on the football. Now, this has been kind of a uh, ragged start to the second Boy. half, hasn't it? Now we got another whistle in there. Yeah, it really has been. I think they're going to bring the chains, the uh, Adam Central chain gang, in for a measurement here, but Porcella... With 22 guys on the field, there had to be 19 in that scrum as Fursella kept his legs a-moving and they kept the pile a-going, and it's going to be very close to a first down. So they're going to bring in the chains from the far side and get an official measurement here as they, they bring things out here with 12 minutes and 42 seconds to play. In the third quarter, Briar Cliff has got the lead over Hastings today. The score is a 14-10. to 10. They put down the sticks, and it's going to be enough for a first down. Yeah, Mr. Official had to get down on uh, on one knee and get his uh, his bifocals out. He said, "Yeah, that's a that's enough for a first down." Just a little skin of the skin of the leather there for the eighth 
First down just across the 30-yard line, just underway here in the third quarter. Broncos trail 14-10 to 10 on a cold, cloudy, breezy afternoon. You think it's cold now? Wait till tomorrow and Monday. That's what I hear. Holy Moses. All right, first down and 10. Ball is at the 31-yard line of Briarcliff. Hastings is trailing in the ball game by a score of 14-10. to 10. So The quarterback stays out there, Caden Mitchell. He's one all the way for the uh, Chargers here. Fakes the ball. Mitchell's pass across the middle. It's going to be caught out there across the 50 inside Bronco territory to the 46-yard line. Aaron Okoro, the uh, freshman out of Bellflower, California, on a little slant across the middle, grabs that ball between the two hash marks. Jimmy hauls it in, and that's a first down for the Chargers. Yep, first down number nine. Nice pass by Mitchell. Good protection by the Big Hogs up front. And again, he hits the receiver on a slant pattern. Carlo Terrell on coverage, got burned again. And now the Chargers on the move across midfield to the Bronco 47-yard line. 11.55 to play here in the third quarter. 14-10, Chargers have the lead. There's an inside handoff there. And they're going to move the ball down to the 45-yard line. Running the football there was Forcella. Remember, this is a team that's only been averaging 82 yards per ball game on the ground. But they've been uh, they've been effective. I wouldn't say they have been great rushing the football today, but they have been effective. Well, they have been, and they make it look uh, a lot easier today against this Bronco defense. Now that's uh, rushing the football here. They had uh, what 58, actually just 28 in that uh, first half. They've got uh, 17 now on the afternoon. All right, second down and eight yards to go. The ball is at the 45-yard line of Hastings. Mitchell has got it. Now we got a whistle, and we got a, a penalty flag. Penalty flag is down. This is going to be on Briarcliff. As uh, the officials blow this one dead, they'll come out with a call here, probably illegal procedure here. All-star offense, number 68. Five-yard penalty remains... Second down. All right, so uh, illegal procedure, a false start. That's going to be Ryan Ross. Ross, the starting right guard there for the uh, Chargers, jumping the gun, brings the ball back to the 50-yard line. Second down, 13 yards to go now for the Chargers. Ball sitting right in the big red H out there in the center of the field here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Three wide receivers out to the right side, one wide receiver to the left, Mitchell with the ball. Here comes pressure. Mitchell throws the ball into the Briarcliff bench. That was a Titus Clay. He was uh, one of the guys uh, pursuing pressure. The ball did cross the line of scrimmage. Third down. Ah, uh, yeah, he was outside the, uh, the tackle box, so to speak, and it did pass the line of scrimmage, so there's no flag for intentional grounding. It's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down, 13 yards to go. The ball is at the 50-yard line. Mitchell's numbers today, they've uh, dialed up the heat on him, Broncos, uh, defensively. He's uh, 6 of 12, passing 133 yards, an interception and a touchdown on the afternoon. The football's still at midfield there, third down and long. Chargers behind the chain yet again. 5 out of 10 and third down efficiency. Here's uh, Mitchell trying to get away. He does. He takes it to the far sideline. And the ball's almost intercepted. Almost intercepted there by Max Ruberts, right in the center of the field. Mitchell, dangerous pass as he brings it back to the center of the field, and Rupert nearly picked that baby off, and he would have still been running. Yep, he would have been. That was uh, that would have been a pick six. Nobody over here on this side of the field if Rupert makes that interception, but it goes incomplete. So now six of 13 passing for Mitchell, and uh, 
a punting situation. That'll be uh, Robert Robinson in the football game. Brenton Bell will stand back at his own 15-yard line. Should be a pretty good punt here downwind. All right, here comes the uh, kick, a high kick. Bell is going to signal for the fair catch, and Bell will make a diving fair catch at about the uh, 13-yard line or so. So that's where Hastings will start over. Bronco football today brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings, by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, by Hastings College, by the Hastings College Foundation, and by Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning. By far, this has not been a great football game today, Jimmy, but I'll tell you what, Hastings has got to find a way to win this game. Yep, if not, uh, again, this is just going to pose a lot of questions because they opened up the season with a win against Dakota Wesley, and they're not a very good football team, and then they've uh, lost three in a row of games they probably should have won, and you lose the cellar dwellers, you get a lot of naysayers. Here's uh, Johnny Zamora. He throws dumb ball. It's going to be incomplete. Again, trying to get the ball here to Sam Marsh. Hastings hasn't played uh, great in this ball game either. Offensively, we, we talked about their numbers in the first half. Hastings is struggling. I, I hate to, to see a point where we're going to start shuttling quarterbacks. I, well, I'm not a big firm believer of shuffling quarterbacks, but Johnny Z has not shown too much in this ball game today. Here's a Zamora. He's going to hand the ball away. It's going to go straight ahead. Not much there. Not much there as they get the ball to uh, Naismith. Is back in there now for. Hastings, yeah, he, he doesn't have any big numbers out there today. Nobody offensively for no, the Broncos. No, I, I was going to say, you're you're looking for somebody that's had a big offensive output, and it's not. Brad Simonson's got the longest play from scrimmage of 20 yards. And for Neesmith, that's just the third carry here in the second half. But I was just about to say before you said it, don't be surprised on another series. We see a new quarterback, 5 of 15 passing for Johnny Z here in the game. All right, Johnny's got the ball. He's going to sprint out left side. He throws it. That pass is going to be on the money at the uh, 20-yard line. But, but you got to know where the stakes are. Yep, that's going to bring up a fourth down. The, you've uh, got you've got to run the pattern to get past the sticks. Sticks, stakes, whatever it is, them orange things, you've got to get past them. And we didn't even run the pattern to get close to that. And then he had to come back for the football and it was only a two-yard gain, buckle punt. Well, that was the only guy open. He couldn't take the ball downfield. And, again, we're not playing like the number one-ranked defense in uh, the Great Plains Athletic Conference here today. Nothing against Briar Cliff. I like what they're doing here. But Hastings has not been able to uh, move the ball against uh, a mid-level type defense here today. There's a ball that's going to be punted, and it's going to fall down here at the uh, 39-yard line. No return. The Broncos are down there to down the football, and Briar Cliff has got the ball back. We're sitting at 8.59 to play in the third quarter. Hastings is trailing the Chargers by the score of 14-10. to 10. 12 punts in the football game between the two teams. Usually it's first downs or total yardage. I'm trying to trying to come up with a big number. That's about all I can is the punts. For Bockel, that is 1-2 Seven punts as Briarcliff trots back out on the field. They'll take over at their own 39-yard line. All right, we'll see what the Chargers going to do here. 14-10 to 10 is the score. Hastings is trailing the Chargers. Action in the Great Plains Athletic Conference here this afternoon. Here comes Caden uh, Mitchell. He turns, hands the ball away, sliding through there across the 40 to the 45 to the 50. Inside Bronco territory, 45 down to the 40-yard line. Running the football there, another new man. That is a King Waller. I think that was a 33, wasn't it? Yep. Carrying the football there. 
King Waller. They got him listed as a linebacker. He looks like a linebacker. Well, nobody could bring him down again for the fourth game in a row. I was just watching the white cap. I, I didn't see a penalty flag down on the field. But again, we cannot bring down a running back. We just poor tackling out there on the field. Waller broke four or five tackles going downfield. 20-yard gain into Bronco territory. First and 10. The ball is at the uh, 39-yard line. Running the football there is going to be Porcella. Dawson Porcella running the ball. He gets it to the line of scrimmage, and he is brought down there. So no gain in the play. Actually, a lost loss of two yards in the play. They're going to mark the football here at the 42-yard line. So second down and 12 yards to go. Briar Cliff working from our right to our left. Here in the third quarter, we're going to be under eight minutes to play in this quarter, and the Broncos are still trailing by a score of 14 to 10. Now just looking at the total numbers, the Broncos uh, just right at 100 yards of total offense at the midway point in the third quarter. That is not going to win you any ball games. All right, here's a Mitchell. He's going to hand the ball away again to Porcel, and he runs into the uh, brick wall there. Briar Cliff is just content with uh, two and three yards here, Jimmy. And then they they, they get a, a big play, and they move the sticks. They keep the drives alive. Not that they're lighting it up here, but they're keeping the Broncos at bay in this game today. Nope. Third quarter numbers here. Six carries, 35 yards. And just one completed pass off the arm of Mitchell. That was good for 22 yards. Yeah, we just have not seen. If you if you came to watch offense, you're, you're at the wrong game here today plus you had to bundle up with the temperature out so now behind the sticks again third down we'll call it about uh, 11 yards for briar cliff there's a pitch back and that's going to be blown up in the backfield busting through there is going to be tyler Pulowski, who is not expected to play today for hastings he was nursing an injury but he's in there now in the second half and he brings the ball carrier down for the huge loss all the way back here into the uh, 48 yard line again that was Number 33, who they've got them listed as a King Waller on the uh, official roster that they gave us. So that's a, a loss in the play. It's going to bring up a fourth down in the 18 situation now. You need to do better than that if your first name's King. Yeah, no doubt. That was not very good. Seven-yard loss, big tackle by Pulaski. He's had a pretty good season. And yet another punt here in this football game. Not even going to be close to Brenton Bell. And it goes into the end zone. It bounces about the seven. They're looking for the sideline there, but the ball just bounces along the ground, gets it into the end zone for the tennis back, and he seems to get the ball back here. Four punts here in the second half, both two by both teams. Average starting field position for Hastings, about the 18-yard line. For Briar Cliff, the 26-yard line. That is their own 26. So they'll bring the football out here to the 20. And possession number five for Hastings at the 618 mark of the third quarter. Come on, fellas. We got to have something happen here. All right, first down and 10. Johnny Z stays out there. Hand out to Brent Simonson. He's hemmed in. Simonson squirts loose across the 20, brings it up to the 23 or 24 yard line before he is brought down. Yeah, I think he's our, our leading ball carrier today, isn't he? he Brent Simonson had a, like a 20-yard run in the, the first half of play. Uh, let's see. Simonson had 23, Zamora 22. Simonson now has 28 yards. There's a pass across the middle. It's going to be caught there, 35, 40, 45, 50, inside uh, Briarcliff territory, and finally brought down at the 46-yard line. The reception is made there by... Uh, one of those new guys out there for Hastings in our uh, 
receiving court, John Austin. John Austin is a freshman out of St. Joe, Missouri. As he uh, grabs the ball there, it's a first down for Hastings. There's an inside handoff now to Simonson to the 41-yard line. Yeah, John, we're going to see uh, some new, fresh, young bodies in there at the wide receiving core for Hastings. And, and Tony said we would today. He's going to give some guys a, a chance out there because some of the other guys were just simply not making the plays. Second down and five yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the 41 of Briarcliff. There's Samuelson again. Just not there. Much, Not much there against no. this uh, defense for uh, Briarcliff today. Tony gave me a warning. He says, don't read into the stats too far. He says he was impressed with uh, watching Briarcliff on film the last two weeks. Well, and you, but you look at it again. They're giving up 240 through the air, 173 on the ground, 413 total. And they look like the number one rated defense in the conference here today. Third down, five yards to go. There's a Johnny Z throwing the ball. He gets it out here again to Austin. He makes the catch. So, John Austin, a couple of uh, receptions here on this drive, looking good. Both have been for first downs. Now, so John Austin, he got to the uh, sticks and he got out of bounds. Now Hastings on the move down here at the 32-yard line. Second catch in a row now for Austin. That is 37 yards. That will give him eight on that one just across the 35-yard line. Zamora looks left. Zamora comes back right. He gets it over here. It's going to be caught by Sam Marsh down here at the 24-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of eight yards in the play. And all of a sudden, we've caught fire. It is second down in... uh, about a yard to go. They're going to give him nine yards in the play. They put her down to 22. They're going to take it to the 21 for the first down. Now they're going to give him a first down. They're going to uh, give him a, a first down. Now we've got the officials calling the timeout because the chains were not set on the far side. And now Brian Cliff wants to call a timeout themselves. So the Chargers will call a timeout. Hastings on the move here in the third quarter trying to pull one out here. Four minutes and three seconds to play. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. It's the Briarcliff Chargers 14, Hastings 10. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family. Thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings trying for the uh, go-ahead touchdown here. Four minutes and three seconds to play. Hastings has a first and 10 at the 22. There's a little pass sent up to Stenhouse. Slips down. Stenhouse still on his feet, and then he's brought down here at the uh, 22-yard line. Coming up to make this stop for uh, Briar Cliff was Mark Snorton. Mark Snorton, a senior from Hammond, Iowa, Hammond uh, Indiana, making the uh, stop there. It's uh, no gain in the play. Second down and 10, so a completed pass goes for, for nothing. Nada. Second down and 10 yards to go from the 22. 
Here's Johnny Z again. He throws it. It's going to be picked off. Look out. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. This could be brought back. He's at the 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, and brought down from behind at the uh, 25-yard line. The ball is uh, picked off there by the uh, Chargers of Briar Cliff. That's Michael Green. Michael Green gets his second interception in the season, and that was uh, lucky that that was not brought back, Jimmy. Well, it's just a good thing we had a speedster at the uh, tailback position, Brett Simonson. He comes out of nowhere and makes a great form tackle down around the uh, the thighs, brings him down 60 yards on the return, and I'm calling it now. We'll see a change at the uh, trigger collar next uh, next series. Don't bet on it. No, you just wait. First down and 10. Ball is at the 26-yard line now of Hastings. Uh, Another squandered opportunity here for the Broncos. There's a, a handoff. That's uh, King Waller carrying the football there. Again, they got him listed as a uh, linebacker on the uh, official roster that they gave us. And he kind of looks like a linebacker. Maybe they're, they're so depleted at the tailback position that they're moving some guys around. They've had a couple of guys uh, injured in the backfield today offensively for Briar Cliff. Yeah, probably just sat around at team meetings. And who's got ball carrying experience from back in your junior high, high school days? He is a big back back there. And he's going to get the call again. Waller with the ball. Breaks outside 25-20-15. He's at the 10-5 touchdown. Well, Mr. Linebacker just uh, takes it in for Briar Cliff from 25 yards out. And Briar Cliff goes out on top of Hastings 20-10. They cash in. I mean, Johnny Zamora interception inside the red zone. 25 yards on the touchdown run. Second touchdown on the ground here today. They've got one through the air, and they do not look like a 0-4 football team again. Waller got to the outside on the near side of the field. By the time he hit the numbers, he had good blocking. The one-wide receiver on the uh, outside came down and sealed off Pulaski. After that, Waller took it in untouched. All right, here comes the uh, point after for the Chargers. Ball is down. The kick is up. The kick goes sailing through the uprights. It is good. The PAT is good by the Chargers of Briar Cliff. Two minutes and 39 seconds to play in the third quarter. The Chargers have the lead over the Broncos. Briar Cliff 21, Hastings College 10. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Well, we told you earlier, Jimmy, that Hastings has had a tough time beating Briar Cliff here recently. The Chargers have beaten Hastings the last two games uh, during the regular season. 32 to nothing last year they beat us. 2018, they beat us 26 to 14. I didn't expect this today. The Chargers have the lead over Hastings 21 to 10. Well, and, and just neither team doing really anything exceptional on offense, except Briar Cliff is just, they've, they've, 
made a couple more plays than we have. There hadn't been anything real big all day long, and unfortunately we trail. Markham's going to take it at the 15. He's back quickly to the 20, 25. He dances to the 26, 27, and down he goes. Now let's check the uh, quarterback situation for you. Now it's Johnny Z. Johnny Z's coming out here again. The only reason I say that, we've done this enough. When you get in, when you get in bad graces with the coach, you sometimes have to sit down and that was an interception when Hastings College was flat moving the football, the best drive of the day, and then they threw the interception. All right, now we've got a lot of wood to chop. You start getting nervous at this point. 21 to 10 is the score with two minutes and 30 seconds to play in the uh, third quarter. You haven't done too much uh, offensively in this ball game today. There's a running play there as they bring the ball to the new man in 29 yard line. Running the football there for Hastings College was well, we're getting deep into the old Delin Farrell from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. He's a, he's a hog. Yeah, he's a little hog, though. It is a second down and eight yards to go. There's a pass out to the far sideline. It's going to be caught there across the uh, 35 to the 36-yard line. We're seeing a bunch of new guys. This is That's a late Heineken getting the uh, reception there. That's uh, his first reception of the season. The uh, sophomore out of Lawrence Nelson. Again, we talked about him earlier. He came here as a quarterback out of Lawrence Nelson. They want to get his athletic ability on the field. They've got him as a, a wide receiver now. There's a Farrell, and welcome to a big-time football here as he mm. is rocked here as he is knocked down on the play for a loss. And w- I said this earlier, Jimmy, you leave a team that is 0-4 around in the ball game, and now you've fallen behind by 11 points to him. It's... It, it becomes more and more of a problem to overcome. And well, uh, the Broncos are in real trouble here. Yeah, that is the third three and out here in this half. The other drive, or the other uh, possession was an interception. Nothing offensively for Hastings. And, uh, yeah, going to be good field position. Bockle out again to put the football away. All right, get his numbers. How many times has he punted the ball today? There's a Bockle into the football. It can be a wobbly kick. Bounces to the 35, across the 30. It's going to go out of bounds here at the uh, 26-yard line. Punt number eight, and by the way things are going, he'll exceed last week's, uh, two weeks ago in uh, Fremont when he kicked the football 10 times. So now Briarcliff offensively will come out and have the football at their own 26-yard line. This will be their fourth drive. They've had two punts, a touchdown, and we'll see what they do here offensively for Hastings in the third quarter, 19 yards on the ground. And at the half, well, let's see, we had that 29-yard gain, 43 yards through the air, so not a lot here in the second half. Not a whole lot of yards anywhere for the Broncos, first half or second half. First down, 10 yards to go here for the Chargers from the 26-yard line. Mitchell picks it up off with the turf. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught, but no gain. Caught here at the uh, line of scrimmage. That's going to be uh, Dawson uh, Porcella making the uh, reception there, but only about a half a yard gain as they move that ball from the 26 to the 27-yard line. Second down, we'll call it nine yards to go. Second down in nine. Ryan Cliff now with 20 seconds to play in the third quarter. They're not anxious here. They're just going to try to shorten the game. They're going to stand here at the line of scrimmage and probably just let this play clock uh, click down. They're not in any hurry. They've got the 11-point lead. They're going to just stand up here and shorten the game. And that's going to be the end of the third quarter of play. 
Three quarters in the books here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings College is trailing the Chargers of Briarcliff. We go to the fourth and final quarter with a score. The Chargers 21, the Broncos 10. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Right, well, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. As we come back, Mitchell trying to throw a pass down the far sideline, run in front of the Briarcliff bench. And uh, Carlo Terrell was all over the uh, wide receiver. That's going to be an illegal pass interference call on the uh, Hastings College. Well, instead of mauling the receiver, Trying to knock the ball down would, would be a better thought. But again, Terrell having a very difficult season. He has been in the limelight an awful lot. He's been picked on by a lot of teams, and they will continue to go at him for various reasons. So again, the penalty for Hastings, that is going to be, I've just got their third penalty of the day. But for Briar Cliff, that's their 11th first down. There's a... Uh... Little toss here, and that's going to be King Waller with the ball. Waller brings the ball to the uh, 45-yard line, so a couple of yard gain there for uh, King Waller. And by the way, our offense is sputtered at best. We can ill afford to give up any more points. We'll get you some third-quarter numbers because Briar Cliff is very deliberate to the football. These stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. They will take the snap. I'll get you numbers right after this play. All right, Mitchell again gives the ball away to Waller, and Waller is going to be brought down as he brings the ball across the 46 to the 47-yard line, and the Chargers will be looking at third down. For Briarcliff, passing 7 of 14 through three quarters, 133 yards, 33 rushes, 107, 240 of total offense in the football game. For Hastings, 10 of 22 passing, 92 yards, an interception, and a touchdown in the football game by Johnny Z. 27 carries and just 79 yards, so 171 of total offense for Hastings through three quarters, 10 first downs, and it brings up a third down and four. Ball at the 47-yard line, and uh, we are in quarter number four. All right, so third down efficiency. Brian Cliff now 5 out of 12 on third downs. There's a handoff to Waller. Waller's going to be hit. Down he goes. He's not going to get there. He's brought down into play. A loss back here to the 45-yard line. Paxton Terry, the former McCook Bison, in there to uh, make the stop there for the Hastings College defense. And maybe that can ignite things here. Just uh, looking for some kind of a spark. Hastings with uh, no life down on the sidelines right now. No, it's just uh, been like a funeral home here all afternoon. And now Hastings will get the football back. 
Brenton Bell will drop back deep. He'll stand at uh, about the 21, 22-yard line. And again, punts have been very numerous here in this football game. This will be another one yet for Briarcliff. Picks it up off of the turf, and it's not a very good kick. It's going to go out of bounds here in the far sideline. So he picks it up off of the turf, and then it goes off with the uh, right side of his foot. The official comes up. They're going to spot the football right here at the uh, 37-yard line. But we had great field position in the first half We've and couldn't do anything with it here. So. Fifteen punts today between the two football teams. I was just looking here. We've started in our own territory every uh, drive this this half. This will be our fifth drive starting at the 37-yard line. But we had five times out of nine we had the football in Briarcliff territory. The first half never did anything with it. Zamora stays in the ball game as a quarterback for Hastings. Tyree Nesmith will get the call, and he's going to be stacked up there. Maybe a yard, maybe two yards. Got a busy day here on the campus. We got the volleyball going on. It's uh, going on right now over at the Lynn Farrell Arena. Jamestown is in town at the Hastings College volleyball team. And then there's soccer tonight after football with the Northwestern. Donnie Z throws it out here. It's going to be caught. And the ball is going to come loose. And Briarcliff's going to be on the ball. If this is a catch and a fumble, that's going to be the case. Briarcliff is on top of the ball at the 48-yard line. Riley Ostendorf makes the catch there for Hastings College. And then he immediately fumbles the football. Briarcliff all over the pig. They're on top of the football, and the Chargers get the ball at their own 48-yard line. That's an interception and a fumble now in the passing numbers. And I was watching Tony Harper on the sidelines as that play happened right down in front of him at uh, about midfield. He is in disbelief of what he is watching here today as well as a, a lot of us are. I did not see this coming. I did not see the past three games the way they ended up. And Briarcliff now has a 21-10 lead, 12-11 left to go here in the football game. They've got the football back right at midfield. Third turnover of the day for Hastings College. That's their second fumble. They also had an interception. There's a pass. Mitchell across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. The intended receiver there for the uh, Chargers of Briarcliff was uh, Kobe Johnson. So a couple of fumbles and interception. We have punted like a... Numerous times here in this ball game. We punted eight times eight. in the game. And Hastings is just not getting the job done offensively. And Johnny Z continues to stay out there. Again, we have not seen uh, anything of Jesse Ulrich, who started the first uh, couple of games for Hastings this year. So time rolls on here with 12 minutes and seven seconds to play. Chargers are out on top by a couple of scores, 21 to 10. Mitchell with the ball. Mitchell throws it, and it's going to be incomplete. Incomplete. Pass intended for Aaron Okora. Okoro, a freshman from Bellflower, California. Incomplete pass. It's third down. Third down and 10. Ball is sitting at the 49-yard line of Briarcliff. Hastings on the road next week to uh, Jamestown, North Dakota. Hastings will play the Jimmies up there. And then after BJ was telling us at halftime after that that game is over, they're going to rip up the uh, sod and they're going to put field turf in there. Good to see that. Well, it makes it easier to push snow around. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Anyway, that'll be uh, next week, 1 o'clock starting time next week. There's a fumble. Mitchell fumbles the football and it's still loose, and the Chargers are going to get on top of it. But Hastings is going to get a sack back here. It's going to force a punt. A punt. 
That was a Titus Clay who got down there and knocked down uh, Mitchell. Yeah, he levels the Kabami on him. He fumbles the football, but the Chargers, Johnny on the spot, they recover the ball. But now uh, they're going to punt the football away. We can't come up with those balls down there. I, I was going to say that was another football laying lifeless on the turf, but uh, all for naught. So now we've got uh, the Briar Cliff punter in there. That is uh, Robert Robinson. He has had a busy afternoon as well. Yeah, you keep checking his name. I thought you'd have it memorized by now. <laughs> I, sh- I should have, yeah. Here's the uh, kick. And it's going to be brought down. Bell grabs it at the 24-yard line, dances at the 23, and brought down at the 22. Brought down there by uh, the Chargers getting down there on special teams. Again, was uh, Tinker, Brett Tinker from uh, Pierce. Brings him down, and now Hastings, we're about in uh, the territory where you're going to have to score something. We're down to 11 minutes and 6 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. And you're down 21 to 10. We're not going to have too many more chances. Well, it's the object of the game. You've got to score one more point than the opponent. But we, you got to be able to move the football and get some first downs. Broncos struggling terribly today. Johnny Z sprints it out there. He throws it out there. It's going to be caught there across the uh, 30 to the 32-yard line. That's a John Austin again with a reception. So that young man has picked up with three receptions so far. In this ball game, that's going to be enough for a uh, first down here for the uh, Broncos as they move the ball to the uh, 32-yard line. First and 10 for Hastings. Broncos working right to left here in this uh, third quarter of play. Johnny Z sprints out left side, holds it, holds it, throws it into the Bronco bench. Throws it into the Bronco bench, incomplete pass. Going to bring up a second down and 10 yards to go. Rocco football for you today here on 1230 KHAS online at Hastingslink.com. Online also at uh, PlatteRiverPreps.com and also glad to be aboard the Hastings College streaming services again today all across the nation and across the world. Enjoying Bronco football on a cold and chilly day today in Hastings. There's a pass to Stenhouse. He grabs the ball at the 45 out here to the 47-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. So the... Yodi Stenhouse has been kind of quiet today. Did not get the start for the Broncos this afternoon. But now picks up a big catch there. First down. Broncos are down by 11 points here in the fourth quarter with about 10 and a half minutes to play. Here's Johnny Z with the ball. He steps up in the pocket. Johnny Z still with it. He throws the ball again into the Bronco bench. Not making the mistake. He does the right thing there. He throws it into the Bronco bench. But you got to hope that he wants to... Find somebody downfield here to move the sticks. Second down, 10 yards to go. Fifth catch for Stenhouse in the football game, 46 yards after that 14-yard passing catch. So second down and 10. Those are the football just across the 45-yard line. Clock moving, 10-15. All right, Johnny Z with the ball, no pressure. Now being flushed, directing traffic. Johnny Z with the ball, and now he throws it into the Briar Cliff bench. It's deflected into the stands over there on the far side, and now it's third down. So just so you feel like, okay, we got some things going. We got a couple of completed passes here. We got a first down. Things are moving. We're nearing midfield stripe. Now we got two bad plays, one thrown into the Bronco bench and one thrown into the Briar Cliff bench. How about keeping one in bounds here on a third down and 10, or you're going to be forced to send poor Mr. Bockle out again with a blistered and very swollen up foot? 
Two out of 11 on third down efficiency for Hastings in this ball game. Johnny Z wants to throw under pressure again. He throws it. That ball is going to be caught should over be. there right at the first down stakes. Terrible spot. Uh, Sam Marsh came up with the reception there. And they're going to give him, uh, let's see, they're going to give him the 44-yard line. That's going to be enough, I think, for a first down. Yeah, that's enough for a first down. Oh, I thought he had another yard on that where he caught it. And now we're going to have a timeout, Briar Cliff. You're wanting that LASIK surgery on your eyes, and now I can see why. <laughs> uh, that was a first down for Hastings. Uh, we've got a timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings, right across from the water park. We'll take a break, 9.48 to play in the fourth quarter. Briar Cliff, 21, Hastings 10. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Again, earlier today, Ohio State beats Nebraska in Columbus. Final score, 52-17. to That game was tied 14-14. But Ohio State goes on to win 52-17. Huskers will play at home next week against the Wisconsin Badgers. There's a pass that's going to be caught out there by Simonson as they just kind of toss it out to the far sideline. It's going to be caught out of bounds. To um, Brent Simonson. So he sings down by a couple of scores. Nine minutes and 40 seconds to play now in the uh, fourth quarter. He sings down 21 10. Possessions are going to be very, very important here because you're not going to get a lot of opportunities. Dennis Wagner is going to take as much time as he can when he has it. So this is very, very important. You get a score here on this drive and a great pass across the middle. That's uh, caught again by John Austin. John Austin, the youngster in there, he's on a uh, good ball game here today. That's his fourth reception of the ball game, and he comes up with a first down here. Ball is sitting at the 24-yard line. There's another pass to the far side. It's going to be caught again right on the sidelines. That one goes over there to Sam Marsh. So between Sam Marsh and John Austin, they're flat getting the job done here in the receiving core for Hastings. Well, that's what Tony wanted. He was looking at some new bodies to put some life into this team. Here's a Johnny Z. He throws the ball. Now it's caught again by Austin. Austin at the 15. Austin down to the 10, and the late penalty flag comes down. Late penalty flag comes down as Austin is brought down at about the 8-yard line. By far the uh, the best drive in a long time here in this ball game for Hastings. Officials are now going to huddle. Again, a late penalty flag came as uh, Austin was brought down right in the uh, center of the field there. As the officials will huddle down around the uh, three-yard line. Tell you what, I'd leave that cat in there. He's got some hands of Velcro. i got to act like I've done this before, yeah. Sam Marsh, Casper, Wyoming. Good receiver out there. I think he's caught about everything thrown at him this second half. He had four receptions for 37 yards coming into the ballgame. Meanwhile, John Austin... He's seeing his first playing time 
of the year today in this ball game. Now they're no foul for targeting. After fun discussion, the contact was on the shoulder. First and goal. All right, so no uh, targeting call there for uh, Briar Cliff's defense. The contact was made on the shoulder, so it's first down and goal. Broncos have the ball down here at the Briar Cliff eight-yard line. Brent Simonson is in the backfield. Hastings is down by a couple of scores here. 21 to 10 is the score. There's a handoff to Simonson. Simonson at the five. Simonson takes the ball into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown for the former Sutton Mustang. Brett Simonson takes it out from eight yards out, and the Broncos are within five. Matches his jersey number, and for Simonson on the year, that is touchdown. Actually, his first one of the season. So, Brett Simonson, a good time to get one here late in this fourth quarter. 8.48 left to go. A much-needed score by the struggling Bronco offense. And, boy, Sam Marsh and John Austin, a lot of balls caught there on that drive. I'll put the drive together, and now they're going to go for two. They need to to make it a three-point game. All right, Johnny Z is going to bring a man in motion to the near side. Johnny Z holding the ball, wants to throw it. He's going to throw it into the end zone. It is top for a two-point conversion. He gets the ball to John Austin again. He just got across the uh, goal line there for the uh, two points. So the Broncos are within three. So a two-point conversion is good. Don't go away. Eight minutes and 48 seconds to play in the ball game. It is Briarcliff 21, Hastings 18. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. On ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park, Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. All right, that was 11 plays and 79 yards. And just like that, Hastings took two minutes and 16 seconds to go 79 yards, Jimmy, when they, they have struggled all day long, so we, we've still got life. And now with a two-point conversion, we're within the three points, 21-18. Tell you what, I'm making a little mark right here. See that? That's a freshman. John Austin, the freshman out of St. Joe, Missouri. Late entry into the game this second half has caught six balls for 75 yards and a very important two-point conversion. He got free and just got it across. Now, Bockel into the football. Now we've got a ball game here that'll go into the end zone with 8.48 left to go. Three-point ball game. So John Austin, he he, he wants the hardware today. On our, he'll definitely be a candidate for our player of the Boy, game today. Boy, tell you what, Southwest Missouri State, they missed out on one. One of their hometown boys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Looks like you went to, well, that's his high school, St. Joseph Central. But he there. was right down in their yep. neck of the woods. He got away. We're glad to have him. Good set of hands. Tony was going to. Put some new guys into the offense, try to spark some life. And I tell you what, that kid right there, he's got some great hands. Sam Marsh had a great drive. Now the defense has to come up. They cannot afford to allow Briarcliff to drive downfield. All right, Mitchell stays in there at quarterback. He turns and hands the ball away to King Waller. Waller is hit. He still has feet, though, 25-30, 35, and run out of bounds here at the 37-yard line. 
Hastings had him for a couple of yard loss, but Waller breaks loose. We told him he's listed as a linebacker. He kind of runs uh, like a linebacker. Hastings had a tough time bringing him down. 13-yard carryoff right side. You're right, Mike. They had him stopped for a very minimal game, if uh, no gain at all, and he's just such a big character to bring down. But those kind of guys, you've got to make good sound tackles. You can't hit them with your body and think you're going to bring them down, and that's just a poor job of tackling, and he picks up yet a first down for Briarcliff. Brings it out to the 38-yard line. He gets the call again as he brings it across the 40 to about the 42-yard line. Now you got to be concerned with uh, the clock, the last tackle made in there by a chance Boland of Hastings. We're going to be under eight minutes to play. Briarcliff is just running, running the football. It takes a lot of time off the old clock here. 21 to 18 Chargers looking for their first win of the season against Hastings. Yep, and they're going to let that play clock tick down until about the last few seconds to take the snap. They want to take as much time as they can off the clock. But again, that's why your defense, now you've got to step up and make a stop. You've got to make sound tackling and good defensive plays here. They get ready to take the snap with four seconds left. Here's a Waller again. Waller across the 40, and he's tripped up, and he falls forward to about the 44 or 45. So now Briar Cliff will be looking at a third down situation, third down at about three. The Chargers right now in third down efficiency, five out of 14 today. So this is a big one for the Bronco defense. you got to get off of the field. Give your offense a chance to get the ball back. 21-18 is the score. Hastings is a trailing in this ball game to the Chargers of Briar Cliff. Action for the Great Plains Athletic Conference today. Third down and three yards to go. The ball is at the 45-yard line. That's the 45 of Briar Clough. Man comes in motion. They hand the ball away. Waller did not get there. He got it back to the line of scrimmage. Got it back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. Tyler Pulowski leading the Chargers there for the Bronco defense. Great penetration there by the Bronco front four, and then the linebackers come in over top and was able to bring down King Waller. No gain. Fourth down. And the stop we needed. Now Brenton Bell will go back deep and field this punt. Briarcliff will be kicking into this uh, breeze. Clock moving at 624, 623. Plenty of time left for this Bronco offense. Yeah, Hastings has got three timeouts to work with, too. We're going to be down around the 610 when we get this punt away here. Hastings is down 21-18. Here's the kick. Brenton Bell comes over. Bell watches a bounce at the 15, at the 10, at the 5-yard line. Oh, no, they're down here. Did they get to it? No. It's into the end zone. Oh, boy. And that was not into the end zone too far. Briar Cliff had some guys down there. In fact, they had three of them down there. They couldn't get to the football. I thought, oh, no, not at the 1-yard line. But the official's right there. They call the touchback, so that's a big break for Hastings. They've got the ball now on the touchback of the 20-yard line. Here we go. Six minutes to play in the game, 21-18. And coming back out is going to be Johnny Z. He's went all the way at quarterback today. Johnny Zamora, the sophomore out of San Antonio, Texas. And now we've got a uh, whistle. And we have got, what do we have here? What do we got? A timeout? Hastings. All right, timeout, Hastings. Timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street on West 2nd Street, right across the street from the water park. We'll take a break. Six minutes exactly to play in the game. It's uh, Briar Cliff 21, Hastings 18. 
The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings looking to pull one out here today. 21-18. Hastings is trailing in the ball game to the Chargers of Briarcliff, but Hastings has the ball. Six minutes to play. The ball is at their own 20-yard line. Hastings 80 yards away from pay dirt here. Johnny Zamora has got the ball. Johnny stands in the pocket, reverses out. He's got a lot of room. 20. He's at the 25 to the 30, and he's knocked out of bounds here. Knocked out of bounds at the uh, 34, 35-yard line. They're going to give him the 34. So Johnny Z, a quarterback scramble for 14 yards. First down, Hastings. Yep, nice carry there by John Z. Got free, nobody downfield. Open to uh, throw the football to and didn't make a foolish mistake. Nice gain. First down, number 16 on the night. Here's Zamora. He throws the ball. That thing is going to be caught there. Sam Marsh. That's going to be a short gain as they move the ball from the 34 up here to the 39-yard line. They give up five yards in the play. Hastings going without a huddle here. Second down and five yards to go. Ball to 39 of Hastings. Another quick pass is going to be caught here by Austin. Out of bounds. Another reception there by the freshman from St. Joe, Missouri. <laughs> he grabs the ball. That was a pickup of four yards in the play. And now Hastings looking at third down in a yard. Broncos are down by three points, 21 to 18. Hastings with the ball here at the uh, 43-yard line. That's their own 43-yard line. Third down in a yard. Johnny Z rockets the ball. It's going to be picked off. Picked off. Look out. Pick six. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdown. 44-yard return. Threw it right to the defender. He was trying to get it out, I believe, to Bell. Donald Garland. He read Johnny Z's eyes perfectly on that one. Just jumped the pattern, and that'll about take care of things with 4.54 left to go in the football game. Takes kind of the look. Air out of the balloon, doesn't it? Took the air right out of my saddle. Yes, I know that. Yes, it did. That is the second interception for Zamora here in the football game. Mike, he had completed 13 of his last 14 passes before that pick six. 27-18, Byron Cliff now with the lead. Donald Garland with a pick six here in the fourth quarter of play. Well, now they're holding up the PAT here. It's a 27 to 18 lead. If we have a timeout. All right, we have a five-yard penalty marched off here. That was a 43-yard interception return for a touchdown by Donald Garland. And the Briarcliff Chargers are out on top of Hastings. The score 27 to 18. Here in the fourth quarter of play with four minutes and 54 seconds to play. So here comes the uh, PAT pending here from Briar Cliff. A high snap. Ball is down. Kick is up. And the kick is going to be no good. So the kick is uh, no good. Again, they had a, uh, a penalty. So it was a little further back from what you normally would. But that probably should have been uh, 
should have been converted, but they miss it. So it's a uh, nine-point ball game. Four minutes and 54 seconds to play in the game. We'll take a break with a score. Briar Cliff 27, Hastings 18. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 KHAS. Well, back here in a uh, very quiet Osborne Sports Complex all of a sudden. Donald Garland intercepts Johnny Z just as I was starting to feel some mo, Jimmy. Well, we had it. I, I just went back on my numbers. 13 of 14 passing on his last 14 attempts, and then he had a pick six. Unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, he had racked up 183 yards of passing. Boy, John Austin has been the star here in the second half, but uh, all for not now as the ball comes down at the 23-yard line. Hastings returning this, baby. That's a Caden Markham with the ball, and he's going to be uh, driven back here to the 20, trying to make something happen there, and Markham gives up a couple of yards. Johnny Z comes back out. Tony's staying with him here. Zamora has thrown, uh, what, a couple of interceptions today? A couple of interceptions for Johnny Z, and we've also uh, fumbled the ball once. 21 of 35, 187, two interceptions, and a touchdown is what I've got him for. Yeah, we've also lost two fumbles. We have two fumbles lost, so we've had four turnovers in the ball game today, and that's why we're trailing Brian Cliff 27 to 18. Johnny Z throws it out there. It's going to be caught by Simonson. But he is uh, ridden down right on the far sideline. So Hastings is now down 27-18, to 18, down by uh, nine points. So we need a couple of scores here. we got four minutes and 30 seconds to work with. Hastings with the ball in their own territory at the 23-yard line. There's a Johnny Zamora. He backs up, cocks the arm, looks left, throws left. Ball incomplete. Incomplete. Another uh, wide receiver in there for the Broncos. That's uh, Samuel Venezuela in the ball game. He's a freshman from Tucson, Arizona. I don't know where he's coming up with all these guys all of a sudden. A lot of uh, freshmen seeing some uh, playing time here in this ball game today for Hastings. Third down, though, now for the Broncos. Third down and seven yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 24-yard line of Hastings. Four minutes and 17 seconds to play. Donnie Zamora. He's got the ball. He backs up. He throws it in the center of the field incomplete. Brent Simonson, the intended receiver. Now we've got a yeah. penalty flag on Hastings for a personal foul. Yeah, a man was down for a Briar Cliff, and one of our, our big linemen gives him a push in the back. That was Pat Hudson. And that's what happens. Frustration sets in. You get on a losing skid like Hastings is, and unfortunately, you, you know you're going to get beat. Here again today, and and uh, that was an injured player. Even he went back down to his knees. He was trying to get up, and Hudson pushes him back down. That's not good. That's going to cost him 15 yards. Hastings is going to have to punt anyway. After the play, personal foul on this roster number 51 of the offense. That penalty half the distance to the goal, fourth down. Yeah, just add a little salt to the wound, so to speak. 
So Hastings is now looking at fourth down and long. I'm sure Tony doesn't want to punt the football away here, but it's fourth you're, down and 19. Yeah, you, really, you really have no choice. I don't know that there's a fourth and 19 in the playbook. So Baca will be in to punt. Is this 10? Losing count all of a sudden. Nine. That's going to be the ninth punt for Hastings. Brian Cliff has also punted nine times here today. punts. Anyway, Baca will be back here in his own end zone. Four minutes and 12 seconds to play. Hastings is trailing the Chargers 27 to 18. Brian Cliff looking for their first win of the season here today. Ball is kicked out here to the 40-yard line down here by the Broncos. So unless uh, something changes, this will be the third year in a row that Briar Cliff, a team that's got just a handful of wins over the past decade or so, third one in a row for the Broncos or for, over the Broncos in this series. Just some teams you can't get over the hump. This is for Briar Cliff. They want to schedule us on homecoming. You want to schedule somebody a homecoming you can beat and. Unfortunately, we haven't had an answer for for Briarcliff. And I don't know why. I don't know why we, we can't. They're they're not flashy by no. any means. First down and 10 here from the 40-yard uh, line. There's a uh, running play. There's going to be our Porcella, Dawson Porcella, as he brings the ball from the 41 down to the Bronco 35-yard line. This will be the 12th loss in the last 13 games for Hastings. Remember, we lost our last eight games of last year. We won a game to begin this season over uh, Dakota Wesleyan, and then we have now dropped four games in a row. I think it's been the last few years. We feel pretty good after a game or two. We we think by by chance we've really improved, and then we get on a, a skid, and we can't get unhooked from the... Mudslide. There's a Porcella again as he moves the ball down to the uh, 33-yard line. It's going to bring up a third down, but we're down to three minutes and 18 seconds to play. Hastings this week, tough week. Hastings will have a a shortened week of preparation because they've got a long road trip, nine hours to get up to a Saturday's game at uh, Jamestown of North Dakota. So Hastings will have to leave a, a day early than they normally would for a uh, out-of-town road trip. So that loses a day of preparation. So this will be a tough week. Jamestown, not a very good football team either. They were 0-3 starting the day. but uh, This team was 0-4. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, here's a, a quarterback, Mitchell. As he's gonna, I saw something flying well, back here. That was here. The, the hand warmer off of Mitchell. They had him by his hand warmer. Yeah. And Warmer was ripped loose from the uh, quarterback's uh, jersey there. Yeah, that was just a hill. He goes back and picks it up. So, anyway, we got fourth down. Fourth down and about uh, four yards to go. The ball is at the Hastings 34-yard line, and now Hastings will burn one of their timeouts. We'll take a timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 2.36 to play. In the fourth quarter, Briar Cliff 27, Hastings 18. 
Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to BullseyeSportsBar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. BullseyeSportsBar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye's family thanks you for your continued support. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, 27-18. He sings is uh, trailing here in the ball game. Broncos got 105 yards on the ground and 188 through the air so far today. Briar Cliff with 112 yards rushing, 132 yards passing. And now it's fourth down. Fourth down, three yards to go. The ball is at the 34-yard line of Hastings. Briar Cliff is going to go for it. They've got a nine-point lead here, 27-18. to Mitchell will be in the pistol set here. With King Waller behind him, he turns, sets up a little screen, but overthrows. There's a guy out there, Kobe Johnson, so it's incomplete. It's going to be a change of possessions here. Hastings will get the ball. Well, the Hastings offense will come back out. 2.31 left to go here. The Broncos trail by nine points in the football game. And I guess if you're looking for bright spots, we've got a couple of youngsters that have uh, came into the football game the, today and, Really made a big impact. John Austin won. That is uh, really virtually caught everything that has been thrown his way. He's lined up in the slot right now as Johnny Z looks that way. Johnny being flushed out of the pocket. Johnny throws it into the Briarcliff bench. He's thrown almost as many passes to the Briarcliff bench as he's thrown to the Hastings College bench today. That is the 38th pass attempt for Johnny Z. Had a Tough, tough first half. Had a stretch where he had nine consecutive incompletions. Here he'll roll to the left side and throw it to Austin again, and he catches another one off the turf. He's like a magnet. He is. He hauls that one in as he brings it at the uh, 39-yard line. Third down, five yards to go. Johnny Z officially 23 out of 40 throwing the ball today with two interceptions and 188 yards. That's not bad. Austin, eight catches, 85 yards unofficially. I've got him. I like that. Now we got a timeout, Hastings. Timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 2-11 to play in the fourth quarter. Briar Cliff, 27, Hastings, 18. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 1230 KHAS. All right, here we go. Third down and five yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 39-yard line. Hastings is trailing in the ball game by a score of 27-18. to 18. A pass thrown out here is going to be caught. 
across the 45 to the 46-47 yard line, and a penalty flag is down. Not going to be in the area of a hold against Hastings College. That goes to uh, Tyree Nesmith coming out of the uh, backfield there for Hastings, but again, I think this is going to come back. Holding offense over 57. 10-yard penalty, replay third down. All right, so when you're trying to come back, you can't have those mistakes there. Penalty flag on the uh, Broncos. Tanner Cornell, I think, is the uh, guilty party of the official. Gave us the uh, number correctly, number 57. So it's third down here, third down and 15 yards to go. Ball is uh, back here at the 29-yard line. That's the Hastings 29. The Chargers have the lead over Hastings. The score is 27-18. Johnny Zamora has got the ball again as he backs up, dances in the pocket. Johnny Z with the ball. He throws it here on the near sideline. It is caught. Does he get his feet down? Yes, he does. It's a completed pass. That's Austin again. He sucks out. Well, he's like a vacuum sweeper. Yeah, I tell you what, that's if you're looking for anything positive to come out of this football game, that is uh, that is one. That is a nine-yard reception there. Here's Johnny Z again. He throws it in the far side. That's going to be a Stenhouse with ball. Slips away with from one man. Brings it across the 45 to the 50-yard uh, line. So completed there. Pass from uh, Johnny Zamora. He's now throwing, uh, what, 42 passes in the ball game? Wow, that's a lot. Yep, nine catches now for Austin and uh, 93 yards. It's going to bring up a first and 10 here for Hastings from the uh, 50-yard line. Zamora is now going to be sacked in the game. Robert Robinson. Trying to get away from uh, some pressure, and Johnny Z is down, and he is uh, slow to get up. Johnny Z is slow to get up, and now uh, also slow to get up. One of the offensive linemen there for the uh, Broncos. We got a couple of injuries. That's the uh, center, Dustin Burgett. Look at Johnny Z rolled over on maybe uh, Burgett's leg down there. Johnny was slow in getting up, and now uh, Burgett is uh, sitting on the seat of his pants and needing some medical attention with a minute and 33 seconds to play. So we got another timeout coming up here. An injury timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Racing's only true sports bar located across the street from the water park. On West 2nd and Hastings, we'll take a break. The Chargers 27, the Broncos 18. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. 1230 KHAS. All right, there's a Johnny Z. He throws it here to the near side to a Stenhouse. Incomplete. Stenhouse wanted to flag. Doesn't get it. It's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down and about 12 yards to go. He sings with the ball on her own 47-yard line. Broncos are trailing in this ball game by a score of 27-18 to 18 to the winless Briarcliff Chargers. Here is uh, Johnny Z. He's going to be sacked back here at the uh, 37-yard line. More again sacked by number 18, Robert Robinson. Robert Robinson again making the uh, tackle. 
Robinson is six foot one. We've called his name a lot today, Jimmy. Six Boy, he's foot a one, two hundred and seventy five pounder. He's a senior from Los Angeles, California. Plus, he punts. That's why we've called his name a lot. He's been in there on a lot of a lot of uh, defensive plays. We cannot stop him, and we can't stop him from coming in and putting. He's punted uh, nearly ten times here in this football game, and now we've got a timeout with. One ten left to go in the football game. Uh, we've had uh, 18 punts between the two teams, nine by uh, each team. Hastings has now got to 300 yards of a total offense in the ball game, but it's going to go all for not here as the Broncos are trailing in this ball game by a score of 27 to 18. We've got a quick timeout here. We'll just keep it right here. A reminder: after the ball game, we've got our player of the game coming up. We've got the coaches' post game show, and we'll get to the fifth quarter. All the scores from across the nation today and. Major college football. Next week for Hastings, the long road trip to uh, North Dakota, Jamestown, the Jimmies. Again, Jamestown, a team that started the day today, 0-4. They're playing at Midland today up in uh, Fremont. So a nine-hour trip for Hastings, which cuts basically a day of preparation next week for Hastings. And they'll have a tough road trip up there with uh, Jamestown. That'll be a 1 o'clock start next week, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show next week here on 1230 KHAS. Zamora throws it across the middle, caught by Stenhouse at the 40. He'll have the first down. Stenhouse takes the ball down to the 35-yard line. So the drive uh, still alive here for Hastings. Stenhouse gets it down to the 35-yard line. The Broncos are going to need two scores here, down 27-18. to 18. Donnie Zamora backs up, dances in the pocket. He throws the ball to the near sideline. It's out of bounds. And again, look who brings him yeah. down. Robert Robinson is the guy who brought him down. He was under pressure, and Donnie Z gets up with Robinson right at his footsteps. So an incomplete pass. He throws it into the uh, sidelines over here. Second down, 10 yards to go. Clock is stopped with 53 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. He sings down by nine. Broncos have the ball down here at the 35-yard line at Briarcliff. Johnny Z with the ball. He throws it across the middle. It's caught there by <laughs> the vacuum. That's uh, John Austin. He carries the ball all the way down to the uh, 10-yard line. Austin with another uh, catch. All for naught, though. Going to be holding on Hastings, I believe, unless they got a, a late hit. But here comes the Bronco Holden, offense. Yeah. That would have put Austin over 100 yards in just the second half receiving. Boy, what a what a nice player he is. He that's dubbed him the vacuum. I like it because he sucks everything in that's thrown his way. I hate to give him that nickname though, the vacuum. <laughs> Hi, mommy. The radio guys call, call me, me vacuum. vacuum. <laughs> uh, Stefan uh, Sherman is a guy who was a uh, caught for uh, holding. Second down in twenty yards to go. The ball is at the forty-five now. If he sings. Here's Johnny Z again. He throws it down the left sideline. That's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it over here to uh, Quentin Sinek. Pass is uh, incomplete. Just kind of threw that one up there. Wanted Q to go under to uh, grab the ball. 40 just, seconds to play. Just looking at the official numbers they got up on the board. The Broncos have outgained Briarcliff 90 yards in this football game, if I've seen that right. I've got a, a goal post right in the way of the, one of the numbers. Here's a Zamora again, flushed out of the pocket. Johnny to the far sideline. He's run out of bounds, and now it's fourth down. Well, let's see. It's 112 yards rushing for Briar Cliff, 132 yards passing. Yeah, you, what you saw is probably right. 94 yards rushing for Hastings, 
They're now sitting at 240 yards passing. So we've outgained Briar Cliff. We've got four turnovers in the ballgame. And the Broncos are down here 27 to 18. Fourth down for Hastings. Fourth down and 19 yards to go. Johnny Z off with a corner, and he's going to be sacked by guess who? Robert Robinson again comes up with another sack. Boy, he has lived in our backfield. Oh, I tell you what, they cannot handle him. He has been a man amongst, on that defensive end. A man amongst boys. Boy, he is. He just manhandles. We have not played good from from the offensive line to really, uh, really any aspect of this game. It's just been, you know, I listened to your pregame show with Tony. He said they probably had the the best week or so of practice can say what you want a lot of coach speak but the coaches around all the time and they had a week uh, a week off to get ready for this game and it doesn't appear that that happened this was not a very good performance of Briarcliff will take a knee and this will be all over all right Mitchell will take a uh, knee here and that's going to be the, the final play they won't have to snap it any further so Hastings College in a very winnable game today is going to come up short to the Briarcliff Chargers and Hastings has dropped now to one win and four losses on the season. In fact, both of these teams will be one and four after this one today. The Briarcliff Chargers from Sioux City, Iowa, come to town and they win their first game of the uh, 2020 season. Hastings has dropped their fourth game in a row. And for the third straight year, Briarcliff, who has got just a handful of victories in their program's history, has come to town and has uh, beaten Hastings College. Here this afternoon, the final score, Briarcliff 27, Hastings 18. You're listening to Bronco Football. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born. And then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, psychiatric nurse practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. I didn't see this one coming here today. Hastings College drops one to Briar Cliff. Final score of 27 to 18. Welcome into the Bronco postgame show here today. We'll get you all the scoring, all the final numbers, some comments from the coach coming up. It was uh, it was Briar Cliff getting on the scoreboard first. They get a 43-yard touchdown pass from Caden Mitchell to Craig Clark. 
at the 619 mark in the first quarter. After the point after, Briar Cliff had a 7 to nothing lead over uh, Hastings in this ballgame. Hastings adds a 36-yard field goal from Jason Bockel in the second quarter to make it a 7-3 ball game. Briar Cliff gets another touchdown from Stanton Lee. They cap off a six-play, 62-yard drive to go out on top 14-3. Then following a fumble, Hastings uh, cashed in on the good field position. They took over at the 19-yard line of Briar Cliff. Two plays later, they were in the end zone. Donnie Zamora throwing a 17-yard touchdown pass to Gayote Stenhouse. It was 14-10 in favor of Briar Cliff at halftime. It was uh, Briar Cliff scoring then uh, in the third quarter of play. Following an interception, Hastings uh, had the ball down inside the uh, red zone at Briar Cliff. Johnny Z throws a pick, and uh, it was Briar Cliff then cashing in on that as a Got to King Waller to go in from 25 yards out, 21 to 10. Briar Cliff had the uh, lead at that point. Hastings coming back and getting a touchdown in the fourth quarter, an eight-yard run by Brent Simonson with a two-point conversion. Hastings was at 21 to 18, but then uh, Jesse throwing a uh, pick six in the uh, fourth quarter at the 4:54 mark. Donald Garland uh, picked it off and went 43 yards for the score. They got uh, the PAT was no good, 27-18. That's the way she ends here today, 27-18. The Chargers beat the uh, Broncos in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Yeah, about yarded the Chargers here today, and we come up on the the short end of the stick here. Where it all matters is uh, on the scoreboard. Your final numbers are brought to you by Hastings College. Make a difference in the lives of Hastings College students and faculty. Make a financial contribution. Refer a student to Hastings College. Participate in alumni events or hire a student or recent graduate as an intern or employee. Find out more at Hastings.edu. For Briarcliff in the uh, football game, their quarterback in Caden Mitchell goes all the way. Not a lot of... uh, not a lot of passing for Mitchell. He didn't need to today, but 7-17 passing, 133, and one touchdown for Mitchell in the uh, football game. The uh, Chargers with 43 rushes, 132 yards, so 265 of total offense in the uh, football game. Again, these are uh, unofficial numbers. We'll get the, the official ones handed here momentarily in the football game. I had the Chargers for 17 first downs and eight penalties in the football game. For Hastings College, Johnny Zamora goes all the way. His number's 26 of 46, 235, two interceptions, and one touchdown in the football game. The Broncos with 33 carries and 92 yards just could not get anything going on the ground against this Charger defense for whatever reason. They came into the game giving up 200 or 173 on the ground to a team, and uh, we only get 92 out of it here today. So 327 unofficially for Hastings in the football game. I had the Broncos with 18 first downs. Individual leaders, Brett Simonson ends the day with eight carries and 40 yards. Tyree Neesmith with 11 carries and 26 yards. Receiving leaders, Coyote Stenhouse finishes with five catches and 40 yards. And the bright spot of the whole second half of the football game, our freshman in John Austin, the freshman out of St. Joe, Missouri, I had him with nine catches and 93 yards. He would have been over 100, but we got hit with a holding call late in this football game. But uh, he's going to be a bright spot for this Bronco football team. Tough, tough loss. Not what we 
thought we was going to see here today, unfortunately, for Hastings. 27-18, Briarcliff wins it today over Hastings College. Stick around. We've got the player of the game coming up next in the Coach's Post Game Show. You're listening to Bronco Football. Thanks for listening to Hastings College Football on KHAS Radio, your local college team on your local radio station. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. By Rutz Heating and Air, your York Midwest dealer in Hastings and Kearney. And by Hastings College and the Hastings College Foundation. More post-game coverage of the Broncos is coming up next. Comfort food meets convenience with Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill for takeout. Tasty sandwiches, tempting burgers, soups, and salads. Daily specials are posted on Bullseye's Facebook page. To see the entire menu, log on to bullseyesportsbar.com. Phone ahead, pick it up on West 2nd across from the Water Park Hastings. Take it to the comfort of your home or work. Bullseyesportsbar.com or Facebook. Then order by phone from 11 until 8, Tuesday through Friday, 4 to 8 on Saturday. Now open for dine-in with limited seating. And perhaps most importantly, the Bullseye family thanks you for your continued support family medical center of hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs their team is trained to treat the whole person regardless of age they provide a wide range of medical care including acute care routine health screenings and treatment of chronic conditions family medical center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic they're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner your family's home for health care 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Our Hastings College football coverage continues with the player of the game. Now back to the field to hear our candidates. Yeah, Hastings College uh, dropping one here today to uh, Briar Cliff. Final score of 27-18. to This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. And Jimmy mentioned the uh, top receiver today, John Austin, a freshman from St. Joe, Missouri, comes up with eight catches and 98 yards officially in the ball game today. Johnny Zaborn threw the ball 47 times today, 27 of 47. Had a couple of picks, but he throws for 240 yards with a touchdown. Leading rusher for Hastings today was Brent Simonson, eight carries and uh, 20 yards for Hastings. On top of the uh, tackle charts for the uh, Broncos defensively today was uh, Paxton Terry as he came up with 13 stops in the ball game today. We'll come back and name our player of the game right after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Game today for Hastings College offensively. John Austin, he got in there in the second half and made the name for himself today. 
Eight receptions for 98 yards for the uh, freshman, as he's going to be our offensive star of the uh, ball game today. And on defense, uh, uh, Paxton Terry comes up with 13 tackles today as he leads the uh, Bronco defense, one and a half tackles for loss. But the Broncos uh, drop one here today to Briar Cliff by the score of 27 to 18. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the player of the game. Hastings College Football continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Hastings' link to Bronco Sports is KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. It's time for the Hastings College Coaches Post Game Show. Brought to you by your York Midwest dealer, Rutz Heating and Air, in Hastings and Kearney. Now back to the booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, Broncos, uh, drop one here today to uh, Briar Cliff. Final score, 27-18. to Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings College, uh, joins us on the uh, post-game show. And, Coach, Jimmy and I mentioned it a couple of times, obviously not what we expected here today. No, that was embarrassing. I mean, I'm just calling call it what it is. Um, they made some plays when they had to. They came out. Uh, they had a couple high-energy plays right out the gate, and uh, we didn't answer it. You know, we busted uh, their first touchdown. Um, our corner didn't uh, get his eyes out of the backfield early enough. That just gave them the momentum. And then down here on their last touchdown run that they had against us, uh, uh, we had one defensive lineman go the wrong way on our call, and uh, it's like we told the guys every single Comfort week. Comfort food makes convenient. You got to do. You got to do your job. You got to do your job. If one guy messes up, then that that affects all eleven, everybody on the field, and that's what happened. Well, I looked at this game early in the week, and I looked at what they were giving up defensively. We knew where they were at uh, as far as in the rankings and uh, as far as giving up yards. And I thought, man, this is going to be a game that uh, you know, after some some tough losses, because we were in those games, the, the three losses we had, probably should have won them. And I thought, boy, we can get well in a hurry and get a lot of confidence going into the remainder of the season. Just we could never get anything going offensively in the first half. I think we were right at 100 yards of total offense. Yeah, that ain't going to get it done against one. Again, I mean, I said they're one of the best defenses in the conference. I know statistically they're probably not because they're on the field the whole entire time. Now, defensively, we still gave up some big plays. But at the end of the day, we held those guys 244 yards, under 300 yards of total offense. We got to be able, and we had over 300 yards of total offense. But at the end of the day, as, I, as the play, as the game was developing, our receivers didn't get open. We didn't run the one-on-ones. We didn't get rid of the ball. More importantly, we didn't protect the quarterback. And uh, that's what hurt us today on the offensive side of the football. And then we turned the, do- the, dog-gum, the daggum ball over. Four times, Coach. Four turnovers, you can't get the job done with no, that. We, we said that at game three against uh, Doan. I think we turned the ball over four times, and, and that was with special teams. Today's turnovers was all in the offense, I believe. And we got a couple big turnovers defensively, and then we got that uh, the high kick over here. Um, which should have went in for you know some some points there, but uh, we just we didn't make the plays. I listen to a lot of your interviews and, and whatnot through the course of the week. Believe me, I do, and it is quite entertaining. But uh, you, you talk about having the week off and getting the guys prepared. They've had the best week in the weight room. They've had the uh, you know probably the best week uh, of practice, getting ready for the game. 
is it a situation where these are still kids and they look ahead? They they're not they're not foolish. They they can read the the papers and the internet and whatnot. They know what kind of team they're playing. Were they looking ahead past this team, or or where is it at after uh, having uh, you know some pretty good uh, uh, showings in the weight room and the practice field and everything else? You know that is a great question. And here's here's what I tell you: if we're looking ahead to the next opponent, if we're overlooking who our current opponent is, then we deserve to get our butts kicked. Because we are not, we are not Morningside. We are not Northwestern. We don't, we don't earn that right, and that's why Northwestern and Morningside and now Dort are who they are. They don't look past anybody. They're out to prove a point every single day. And today we did not prove that point. You know, Briarcliff proved their point. Um, you know, and it, it, they did have a great week of practice. The energy was good. We were good in the weight room. Um, but what we got to do is we got to transition that out to the football field. And I'm going to be brutally honest. Our guys have to be able to do that. A coach is not going to go between the white lines. We're not going to pad up Coach Valentine and put him a defensive line and let him go do what he needs to do. So we got to be able to make those plays. And at times it looks like we were just kind of not not going through the motions. I don't want to say that, but it's just kind of like we were starstruck at times. We had some young guys out there, some true freshman receivers. But at the end of the day, this is week five, week six. You know, looking past anybody, that's unacceptable. That is, I don't think that's the problem. And it is week five and week six, and we continue to, to say the same sort of thing. The, <laughs> these post-game shows are, are like a, a broken record, Coach. We, we talk about uh, doing this and not getting this done. Uh, sooner or later, these guys going to have to, I guess, step up and uh, take ownership of what they want to do out there. they got to get off the pot and let's go. You know, it, it's a two-way street. I do not and I will not ever throw our players underneath the bus because they are working they are doing what we're asking of them off the football field and in meetings and on the practice field. Um, so it's coaches got to do a better job as well. You know, if, if for example, if, if the quarterback's got pressure, maybe we need to work on scramble drill from a receiver. Maybe we need to work on some stuff from the corners position with their eyes and doing some more unit stuff like that. I will never blame a loss on the players. That's unacceptable. We won't do that. But at the end of the day, we got to be able to make those plays and we got to take some accountability, but you know, um, you know, we can't bust coverage either. You know, I, I, you know, I'm not going to give you a bunch of BS. I'm really trying not to cuss right now, <laughs> just so we're clear. Um, I love my kids to death, but we got we got to light the fire. And you are 100 percent right. Both of you are. We can't keep saying the dag- the same daggum thing over and over and over. At some point in time, it's got to hurt you. It, it's got to be able to come into your heart and be like, man, I got to do better. And and I got to do better as a head coach. Maybe I need to tweak practices a little bit more. I don't know. We're going to have a staff meeting right now. We're going to fix this. I guarantee you, we're going to fix this, and we are not going to have this conversation again. What'd you see? What'd you see out of Johnny today? I saw a guy that got scared early with the pressure. Um, people were in his face. We weren't protecting him. That made him move the pocket. The one time that he did have some time, you know, they were covering our guys one on one. And at the end of the day, when we're going to watch film tomorrow, that was it. We were getting covered one on one. Everybody, I've heard people yelling from the in the stands and on the sidelines. Throw the ball, throw the ball. Well, if the guys ain't getting open, who are you going to throw the football to? So it wasn't just solely Johnny's fault. Johnny came in, you know, though he had that one bad play when we went opposite hash and they picked six on that. We can't, that, that's too far of a throw. We got to be a little bit better aware of the situation um, from that standpoint. But, you know, again, Johnny and Jesse are going to battle every single day. Mike told me last night to work on the uh, roster and know it well because you were probably going to put a lot of guys into action today. You did, and we found. If you want to look for a bright spot, John Austin, product out of uh, St. Joe, Missouri, that kid 
we we're trying to come up with a nickname. We we called him the vacuum up here. We've got to come up with something different. But that kid at a freshman caught everything that was thrown at him here today. He did, and he had guys draped all over him. And Coach Alston was raving about him all this week. And I'll be honest with you, I was like, Are you serious? He's had that good a week of practice. He's like, Coach, I guarantee you. By golly, that kid came out here and he played hard. You know, he did a really good job. And another guy I think we need to mention is Kobe Brandenburg, a free safety. This is his first college start as a sophomore. He had a pick. He checked some things. He did some good things like that. Paxton Terry had a good game. From Titus had a good game. Um, so there was there was some bright spots. But uh, you ain't going to win no games when you turn the ball over four times and we only talk about two or three guys having bright spots. Yeah. All right, so 27 to 18. Hastings drops to us in, uh, to Briarcliff. Short week, basically, uh, because you got an extra day to, to travel this week to uh, Jamestown. Jamestown, another team that would be just as hungry as these guys were, looking for uh, maybe their first one of the season. You know, at some point in time, Hastings College needs to be the hunger. They need to be the hunter. We need to stop waiting for somebody else's mistakes, and we need to put our we need to go out and freaking start the tempo right away. Whether it's a surprise on size, whether it's a trick play, we got to get it in our minds right now that we're tired of sitting back and waiting for somebody else to make the mistake, and we got to go make the play, and i got to do a better job as a coach preparing them through the week to do that. Okay, good luck next week. Thanks. Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings College. Again, the Broncos, we out yardage of Briar Cliff, but we turned them all over four times today. Obviously, uh, when you turn them all over four times, I don't care got your, your chances of winning are not good. And uh, the Broncos, I didn't want to talk about the uh, – Life from the players. I didn't see a lot of life out there today. Just uh, no, it didn't seem like they they just uh, from the get go uh, were were very much in it. You know, we've done this uh, enough to know whether it's high school, junior high, it doesn't matter what football level it is. If you're not winning the line of scrimmage, you can't run the football. You can't protect your quarterback. Your chances aren't very good. And we had an awful time trying to run the football today. We got two quality backs and backs and Neesmith and Simonson back there. Neither one of them, I think, even reached 50 yards rushing today. And then throwing the football, Johnny, in his defense, he he did the wise thing and throwing it to the sidelines. He did have a couple of mistakes there as far as picks. But when there's nobody open, you got to throw it to the uh, to the out of bounds markers. But when you're running for your life, it's hard to go through your progressions and find open receivers downfield. Offensive line has to get much better. They have not improved much through the course of this year. 89 yards rushing for Hastings, and you're right. Uh, Simon's in 39 yards, and uh, Naismith had uh, 26. They're better than that. Yeah, they are. Again, two quality backs, but it's all one up front. You know, you look at uh, the good teams in this conference you look at northwestern you look at morningside we go and watch them play each and every year and they're their quarterbacks, if they're playing on natural grass, they probably don't even need to wash their their uniforms because they are very seldom touched, and their backs get some big, big gains. You've got to block better. You've got to man, you've got to manhandle that offensive line, and uh, we just have not been able to do that. And we've been we've been the handled and not the handler. All right, one and four. Hastings will drop two after this uh, ball game today. They will play at Jamestown of North Dakota next uh, Saturday. That game will kick off at one o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at noon next week here on 1230 KHAS. So, again, the final score, it was a Briar Cliff beating Hastings today. Third year in a row that Briar Cliff has uh, beaten Hastings in this series as uh, the Chargers beat Hastings today by the score of 27-18. to 18. That's the coach's post-game show. Stick around the fifth quarter coming up next on 1230 KHAS.